The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. How's it going? Man, we got my last good nerve going here because of that slimy scumbag President Pussface. Anyway, 303 with Pete and uh, Falanda here on your freaking Tuesday. Yeah, I, got, I mean, it's on by that comment. I, I mean, if you didn't hear that, we're going to play it every freaking hour. This is a disgrace. What a scumbag. What a dirty, stinking, lying, phony, freak, scumbag. God, I, 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 a disgrace. Oh, man. You know, uh, honestly, I just, uh, he's just, that, that's what he thinks about America. He, that, that, I mean, it's just, we'll get to all of it. Anyway, how you doing? Okay, fine, fine. That's only me. It's uh, 304 on uh, 1063 with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Uh, Pete Davis, sidekick producer and sports rack on Tour Extraordinaire, and the mechanical magnet Flounder's back. He's back. He's back. Now, you look, you look a little better. I mean, uh, you feeling still a little uh, queasy? Or what's I'm it? here. Now, clearly, uh, you, uh, we assumed that when you said it was food poisoning, you thought it was, but it couldn't have been food poisoning. You it, must have had the flu. It was, it's, it was some kind of stomach bug because my dad had it last week and so did Veronica. And then I had a little bit last week, but not yeah. near as bad as they did. Yeah. And then early Saturday morning, I just... I, Started having I nausea. What's going, is that going? I mean, that's, I wonder if that's going around. Is that, it, it could be, but I had to have. I had the nurse come Saturday, and she also came yesterday. Oh, oh my God! Because I couldn't keep anything down, and I had nothing in my body, so I needed some fluids. And yeah, do you they have it? it now. They have it now to where you can have someone come out there for you in in a couple now, hours. Now, is that you, do you have a health plan like that, or you just called them? You and can, uh, on that stuff. You pay a little bit out of pocket. It's not. I mean, it's not cheap, but it's not too like expensive. Bucks? What's the cost? It's a couple hundred, like for really? the. For the food poisoning thing I had, it was a couple hundred bucks. Wow. And again, it's expensive, but not having to get out of bed and go to a doctor's yeah. office and sit in a waiting room, it, yeah. I, I think it was kind or of worth ER it. the ER would have cost Exa- you 250 exactly. or something. Yeah. And the only thing they're going to do is they're going with, to, with a stomach bug and stuff like that, they're just going to give you the fluids yeah. and vitamin B and B12 and stuff yeah. like that. So Yeah, we were we saw the pictures. The same thing happened <laughs> to me with my when I was dehydrated once at the VA hospital down in Florida. And they my arm ballooned up, and I finally yanked it out myself and said, uh, excuse me. <laughs> so, I didn't I do that. Think, but I don't think you're supposed to do that, no. but I, I yanked it out, and I just waited for it to come back and said, I really don't think this is, uh, you know, I think I'm done. <laughs> I think I'm, pretty, I'm full. I'm out of here. <laughs> full tank, baby. <laughs> uh, and uh, Pete Davis, what's new in the uh, mountains of Macon over there? Share with the thing there. <clears throat> I found out, Kimmer, that people are way too judgmental. Oh, God, what did I do now? I can tell just by looking at him. Uh, ho, hey, Judge Mena, ho. <laughs> it's like my therapist said that. Uh, <laughs> he's. <laughs> oh, never mind. I was going to do a bunch of my funny ones. <laughs> Screw it. What's the point? Hey, hey, I got a question for Flounder. All right, sir. Does does the nurse do more? Does she like tuck you in or you know? nothing? No, 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 no. Uh, One of those nurses. No, uh, I, I don't think there was any a la carte. Ah, uh, nursing and massage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Madam Ling's uh, nursing and massage therapy. You know why you're here. Uh... <laughs> a 
long as you're in the door. I've got an extra 200 for you if you got a minute. <laughs> anyway, uh, good Lord. That's 306 uh, and with a uh, Kimber Pete and Flounder. Here's the number, 447 That's right, the 447 uh, that's our phone number. That's uh, That was just for the morning team, our American uh, anal team in the morning. Apparently, they're now ripping me for saying the number slowly as though I'm so old that I can't get the numbers out without... Oh, my God. <laughs> well, at least people call our show, so, I mean... Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Say, well, he gives those numbers so slow because you get... And I'm going, oh, my God, it's so people can... Anyway... <laughs> Oh, those beautiful bastards. I, I never miss them. Six to ten in the morning. Yeah, well, of course, I a few minutes here and there when I'm doing stuff, you know, thing. And I actually, not, I actually left the house today for like uh, 40 minutes. And it was in the store, so I don't listen when I'm in the store, stuff like that. But I actually left the uh, left the house today. For It was, um, hmm. was kind of cool, i got to be honest with you. All right, anyway, 307, we're going to play uh, President Stupid Face's comments. we got all this stuff. We'll talk about the, uh, they're going to go ahead with the Mayorkas impeachment business. We'll talk about that, too. Uh, you'll hear Tucker Carlson and some vicious reaction to that. Also, the Toby Key. In fact, I'm going to. Uh, um, I'll tell you what, uh, Flounder. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to goof around here for a minute, and then I want to talk about Toby Keith before I get into all the presidential stuff. And Donald Trump lost a case at the court, and it's going to go on to the thing. Fanny of uh, the Floozy of Fulton County's back in the news again. You'll hear Tucker over in uh, Russia, and boy, social media is going nuts. It, it used to be if you were a reporter and you said, "Guess what? I've got an exclusive interview." The interview with the president of any country. Pick one. And they'd say, Mo, that's a great get. Holy cow, you got the president of the freaking nation, especially a nation at war? Holy cow, that's, that's a hell of an achievement. No, he's a traitor now and uh, should be uh, put in prison. <laughs> a journalist. I mean, God, what is the matter with people? I, 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 again, I, I guarantee you that people in their uh, teens and 20s and Gen Zers are saying, well, yeah, you can't go over and uh, give you with Russia. You're a traitor, man. You're, you're, you know, you, we knew about Donald Trump was a Russian agent. I guess so was Tucker Carlson. Well, the, the question uh, is, is uh, why have they interviewed Zelensky 800 times, but they haven't interviewed Putin uh, once? Well, it, again, everything is stupid. Now, what the hell is this thing? I got. I, I That's try, called an iPad. I hit on my iPad and I opened it up. And I, hit, I hit the Fox <laughs> News thing. And it says award-winning gigabit internet. We're expanding in Atlanta. Uh, ready to get started. Installation happening today. Uh, you hit the wrong. You what hit the hell? The, no, I hit the Fox thing. I, I, I'll show you right now. I'm hitting the Fox News app. I just hit it. And award-winning gigabit internet. Ready to get started. Installation happening today. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure. Though. What the hell is that? I'll have to look at it later. Now, how do I get rid of it? Oh, there's an X up there. If I, oh, geez, that's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden, the Fox News app is doing this all the time. I'll be doing the middle of a story, and all of a sudden, boom, the commercial comes up. And you can't, there's no X to get rid of it. You have to wait till it's freaking done. It's called an ad. Yeah, well, I don't like it. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to yell at you. It's not your fault. Anyway, uh, uh, 309, uh, we're, uh, we're going to play a to we'll play a Toby Key song in a second. We're going to talk about it here in a second. So, uh, by the way, I'm, uh, when I do my next Magic Music Stick that I ask you to do for me, I'm going to put two of his songs on there, How Do You Like Me Now, which is my favorite of his, and As Good As I Once Was. Uh, my two favorite uh, Toby Keith songs. Anyway, we'll get to that in a second. First of all, uh, a couple. Oh, speaking of music, right, I, I might as well get right to this. And again, we got all the news. We got all the news. Uh, speaking of music, I got, I got it on my phone. Hold on. Oh, I got it. Stop, stop, stinking phone. Up, oh, one more. Here we go. Okay. Uh, speaking of music, 
Uh, Flounder sent me <laughs> sent me this uh, the other day. I posted on uh, Facebook, and we talked about it here on the radio. I posted the video and sound of me in my car, uh, uh, Christine, singing the song uh, by Air Supply, uh, "Lost uh, all, all Out of Love." Was it or Lost in Love? One of the two. I forgot which one. Which Both one? are horrible. So uh, anyway, I don't know. well, anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, lost, uh, lost in love. I think it was. Anyway, and there's there's a three note progression of a chord that just drives me nuts. I love it. The sound of it just makes me tingle and go crazy. We've talked about it. There's an actual thing and stuff like that. Okay, so uh, and then we, you guys were ripping, making fun of me the other day. Uh, we were talking about Tracy Chapman. Uh, for the uh, the uh, uh, Grammys, and what I said was something like, "Well, I don't, I don't, I don't like that kind of song because it's like, you know, it's instead, it's like B flats all over the place, and instead of A sharp or something, it's just like a, you know, it's just it's got flats in it, so it, it doesn't, it's not a good chord kind of progression." Well, guess what? Uh, <laughs> here's a comment from uh, Jason, who says, "My God, you know nothing about anything music related." <laughs> I swear to God, he says. He says B, B, and A sharp are the same note. So, so I said. So wait a minute. So I actually Googled it just 20 minutes ago. I Googled it, and it says showing results in that B flat the same note as A sharp in the most common musical notation. B flat would be the same as A sharp. That is a half note lower than B and a half note higher than A. All right, so kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I know about, about music. <laughs> so thank you very much, our friend. Was it Scott? Yes, uh, 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 Jason, our friend Jason. <laughs> thank you very much. All right, now, I, okay. Let's. Uh, and by the way, uh, oh, we, we got a limit. Oh. oh. Two things. Uh, we have a, a, a limerick for our limerick contest, and I will again offer, if you would like for Valentine's Day, for me to call your estranged oh God, lover no. and uh, tell her how much you miss her and love her and you wish you could get back together again, oh, I'll do it for stop you. Stop it. I'll do it for you. Now, uh, a little Toby Keith here. Uh, Flounder, if you don't mind, if you got one handy, we could just play a little bit of Toby Keith. He passed away. It says here, surrounded by family, uh, peacefully passed away last night. He fought his fight with grace and courage. Please respect the privacy of his family at this time. Uh, Toby Keith was only 62 years old. He had stomach cancer. Known for, uh, well, it should have been a cowboy was a big one. Uh, obviously, my list, uh, beer for my horses, uh, courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Uh, one of the giant ones. He had the big. In fact, I'll talk a little later. I'll do it right now because I want to pay a tribute to him. But he and the Dixie Chicks had a horrible feud. And wait to hear some of the reaction on social media about him passing away, showing the typical liberals uh, and and their reaction to it. We'll get to that in a sec. First, a little Toby Keith here for a second. How do you like me now? Now that I'm on my way, you think I'm crazy standing here today. What a great story. She turns on her radio and there's Toby Keith singing the song when she dumped him in high school or whatever. What a great song. Yeah, get her back, man. Don't let her forget it. No. Oh, sorry. I, I was a little, no, no. Everything's fine now. <laughs> Shut up. All right, three, <laughs> three, fourteen. Uh, God bless you, my friend, and rest in peace. Give her Pete Flounder. Toby. And it tore them apart. He never comes home and you're always alone. And your kids hear you cry down the hall. A lot of clock starts.
Thrilling action here for you. 317, Kim Pete and Flounder. Flounder's back. He's back. And Michael Jackson's here, too. Went to court on this day, 2017. And a judge had a question. Kind of puzzling. About Michael Jackson's album Thriller. <laughs> it was a court case, 2017 this day. Tax judge Mark Holmes had always been puzzled, he said, that by the end of the Michael Jackson Thriller... When the star's former lawyer, John Branca, appeared in front of him, the judge took the opportunity to settle the matter. What exactly does the funk of 40,000 years mean? Branca answered, karma. <laughs> the exchange came during the first day of a trial looking into Jackson's debts to the tax man. The, uh, listen to this. The, uh, well, listen to this. Oh, I don't mean to tell you listen to this. You're listening already. It's silly. I hate it when TV people do that. Watch this. We're already watching you, idiot. Sorry. Uh, the IRS claimed that Jackson's estate owed more than $700 million. How, how do you get to the point where you owe $700 million? You think after you owe like $400 million, you say, geez, I better start paying this. I don't know. I mean, God, uh, a massive chunk of his estimated $1 billion fortune. And then they had to go to court and say, well, he's really not worth that. No, he didn't worth that much, your judge. He's uh, Michael Jackson, no, he's not worth that much. It was kind of an uh, ironic twist there, uh, 319. Uh, and our birthday list today with uh, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder is uh, uh, Rick Astley. <laughs> we're never going to, uh, this is weird. I, I've never had this happen to me, but I, I think it's a thing, or at least it used to be. Rick Astley is 58, and this is from Flounder's uh, History Birthday Guy. Quote, without him, there'd be no Rick Rolling. Do you know what Rick Rolling is? Pete, do you know what that is? Rick no. Rolling? Uh, Flounder, no. do you know what? Oh, you probably know because you uh, fit. You did this. Yes. Okay. Rick I did not know what this is. Actually, I've heard of it, but I've forgotten what it was called. Rick Rolling. Without him, there'd be no Rick Rolling. The fad where you send someone a bogus internet link... And tell them it's something really cool, and it actually takes them to Rick's Never Gonna Give You Up and Never Gonna Let You Go song, and that's all. So it's kind of a trick. Nick Astley is 58 years old today. And let's see, our, his, our birthday, a history list, history list. 1954, the Gull Wing Coupe. Mercedes introduces the 300 SL Coupe. For a far advance from anything else at, on the time in 1954, six-cylinder engine, top speed over 150 miles an hour. Uh, the Gullwing 300 SL Mercedes Coupe, they only made 1,400 of them. And now it will cost you a million bucks or more if you could find one in decent shape. Or even if it weren't, just to restore, they're, they're, uh, you know, multi-million-dollar cars now. Beautiful cars. Oh, gorgeous. Gorgeous. Uh, in my prep school, uh, our, one of our masters, Mr. Oh, God, I can't remember his name. Oh, I hate this. I'll look at my yearbook when I get home. One of our masters uh, had uh, the Mercedes uh, Coupe. A coupe. Anyway, uh, 320 with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. How's it going? Okay, let's get I, I, By the way, we got, we got a limit thing from our buddy Jason. Uh, we've got um, uh, meme stuff. we got the uh, TV stuff of The Bachelor, which you'll hear from Tucker. You'll hear the, the uh, Biden uh, th uh, and uh, Donald Trump on the debate issue. Uh, the, late, the jury's in on the Michigan woman who gave the, uh, her kid the gun, and she and her husband are now on trial. She just got convicted for letting him get away with murder and actually didn't get away with it at all, but committed. Anyway, we'll get all that stuff. But first of all, this may, honestly, I, I was ready to pull the freaking hair out of my nose and my ears when I heard this. President Pumplefup uh, today 
is, again, as they have done, blaming everybody else for what they have done. President Pussface has now officially, for the next year before the election, for the rest of this year, before November 4th, is going to make sure that everybody thinks Donald Trump is responsible for the border crisis. Even though it was Donald Trump who had closed the border and uh, President Pussface, who now has opened it, suddenly using the word crisis. Anyway, listen to the words that this man uses uh, concerning what's going on with the border. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends. It's time for Republicans in the Congress to show a little courage to show a little spine, to make it clear to the American people that you work for them, not for anyone else. Courage and spine? You pussy, what are you talking about? You dirty, stinking, lying hypocrite. This is the most spineless president in American oh, history. Oh, my God. He's an empty shirt. He's a fraud. He's a fake. He's a disgrace. He's a freaking liar and a scumbag and a political hack. You're the worst human being I've ever known. You and that dirty, stinking, cuckold wife of yours, the enabler who's allowed all this to happen. And Putty Tat, former President Barack Hussein Putty Tat. My God. She's not the cuckold. Well, the cuckolder. She's a cuckolder, all right. I know. I don't know how She's you pronounce it. it. Exactly. You got to hand it to her, I guess, anyway. God almighty. <laughs> For the GOP to show some backbone and some spine and courage. Oh. Oh, my and God, I'd like sneering. to punch him in the face. The hate that when he says MAGA people, he hates That's us. That's right. And let's, you know, it is so obvious. You can't even say, uh, let's remember, he's the one who let them all in. He and Mayorkas deliberately let them all in. All they had, in fact, uh, I, I don't know if you, I, I must feel like I just don't see it. I'm a, I get a little annoyed with Jesse Waters. I like him as, I like his show, but he's annoying to me, so I don't watch him all the time anymore because he just, he's getting on my nerves. But last night, he did a brilliant job. His staff, he didn't do it. His staff did a brilliant job of going through this stupid border bill. And they, for example, did you know this? And the border bill that they proposed, which is not going to go anywhere, they proposed uh, something, let me see if I can find it here. Uh, they proposed about $20 million for so-called border enhancement, and the bill has $400 million for free legal aid for all the illegal immigrants. So when they come in here, they're going to get free aid, free assistance, free lawyers, uh, and, and, they, and, and Jesse also had the now, they've cha- the uh, Immigration Service has now changed the, um, the uh, survey, that you, the questionnaire that you have to answer to be eligible for amnesty. It is now, it's like uh, the citizenship test uh, is, uh, I don't know, four pages or whatever. And, and for, the, for the immigration people now, in order to declare amnesty, to be eligible for amnesty, it used to be a whole series of questions of what your country is like, what you to go through, da, da, da. Now it's three, they narrowed it down to three questions. And all you have to say in the answer to those questions is, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. And if you say that three times, they'll say, well, uh, uh, is your country uh, doing uh, uh, forbidding people from so-and-so? I'm af- yes, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Uh, does your country have an, a, a, a process to have claims against the government? No, no, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. If you say that three times, they give you a, a pass and you're in. That's it. So everybody, everybody qualifies if they just do, answer the three questions and say, I'm afraid. I'm scared. I can't go back to my homeland. And you're in. 
And 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 the bill again, twenty million dollars for security, four hundred million dollars of your tax money for lawyers for the illegal sneak-ins to make sure they can have their rights, their rights as illegal immigrants, sneak-ins uh, in America with their new home. And, and he had like 50 of them. Every single point in this freaking bill, there's a, there's a horrible reaction to it But when you find out the truth. It's unfreaking believable. Honestly, I, I just, and Mayorkas, oh, this is even funnier. Mayorkas, he says, uh, he said he didn't know that, that uh, Joe Pussface was going to start calling the border situation a crisis. Again, remember, there was no border crisis. It was secure. Uh, for three years, four years, a border crisis, there was no border crisis. Remember, they wouldn't even say the word. Oh, what? There's no crisis. It's a border secure. You know, we're processing people, and, you know, the border's secure. <laughs> and now now it's a crisis. And not only that, they're blaming Republicans and Trump. And now they're blaming Donald Trump. And, and you heard him say, from now on, for the rest of yeah. this year, the American people are going to hear nothing but Donald Trump is responsible for the border crisis, which was not a crisis until his poll numbers went down. And now it's a crisis. Well. The question is, will the news media point out that it is actually Biden who opened up the border after Trump had closed it, or will they be his lapdogs, and will people start believing this? Well, I, I, you know, hard to say because now, the same thing you're saying uh, Trump's to blame is right along with her saying, well, give me a, give me a border bill. He's saying, I, I, you know, give me a border bill. I got nothing to work with you. Damn Republicans in Congress aren't giving me a bill. Give me a bill. So again, you know, well, now give me a bill. They won't get a bill. And now they're doing it because of Donald Trump. Uh, and they want to make sure he's happy that he's running for president. I mean, it's just, it's They don't need a bill. I know. I, exactly. He doesn't need a bill. Exactly. And until all the mainstream media starts saying, you know, he doesn't need a bill. The border was closed when he was president. Now it's a crisis suddenly because of politics. And he doesn't need a bill. He could shut it right now with a phone call. As soon as, soon as every mainstream media said that, it would be over. And people would say, oh, my God, you're right. Gee, why didn't I think of that? I mean, Seriously. I, I hate the, I, I hate where my country's going. I hate I, I, I mean, I hate this. I hate this. And for the, for this scumbag, for this mentally deficient pusshead to be cl- blaming uh, what he's calling me that I don't have any backbone. I don't have any spine. I don't have any courage. Republicans don't have MAGA Republican. He, he didn't say Donald Trump. He said all of us. He said anybody. Now, again, I'm not a, I don't love Donald Trump. I think he's personally, I think he's a goof. He's not my kind of guy. But he was a great president. He's going to be a great president again. He's the only guy we've ever had for decades and decades who doesn't care about anything but his country. But he's in office. He didn't care about making money. Hell, he lost $4 billion. But again, I mean, it's just unbelievable. He's calling me, this scumbag president of ours, is saying I don't have any backbone and I don't have any courage. Oh, yeah, I'll match you any day. You want to take out back and beat me up? How about that? We're about the same age. How about this? How about a fight to the death? Here we go. I'm challenging the president of the United States to a no, fight no, to the... No, what? No, what? No, Would that no, be bad? No, you're not. I can challenge. I didn't say I, didn't say I wish him ill. I, I can challenge a man to a fight, can't I? Now, let's get our lawyer on the... Uh, Flounder, here's your... Uh, we get our lawyer on the phone and find out if I can challenge the president to a fight to the death. Is that something that's legal, or uh, or if that's legal, well, then I issue the challenge. It's just for occasions like this that we keep the Mexican mall abogado on the <laughs> retainer. <laughs> yeah, I'll get doc, Dr. Vinnie Bomboom or whatever it is to see if I'm mentally Vinny stable. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, swear honest to God. Let's, let's, let's do a thing. I'll represent the MAGA Republicans, even though I'm, not a, I'm, I'm just a guy. I'm just a nobody guy, okay? I'm just an old fart.
And I've lived a long time, and so I'm ready to let it go right now. My next fight will be my last. I guarantee it. And I'm ready. To, I'll, I'll challenge him right now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Is that a problem? Oh, anybody got a problem with that? Is that now? Am I going to get the Secret Service calling me? I didn't. I didn't. I, 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 I didn't assault him. I didn't. I didn't uh, threaten him or anything else. I said, let's have let's have a mano mano. Let's do an honest to God. Let's do a, a, an official boxing match uh, until one of us can't get up. And he could kill me. I'm, I'm, I'm offering the President of the United States a chance to kill Kim Peterson right now. Tell me, uh, what's wrong with that? Yeah, I love this, too. <laughs> from, uh, from the old 50s show. Um, Peter Gunn. Peter Gunn. <laughs> Peter Gunn. Henry Mancini. <laughs> yeah, she sashayed across a room. Her hips whispered a sweet hello. <laughs> 50s, baby. 3.30, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, okay. We're calling an audible. <laughs> is this the Eagles? I don't even recognize this song. I'll be yes, it is. Joe Walsh. No, no, Joe Walsh or yes, Joe Walsh. This is Joe Walsh yes, singing. Joe Walsh. I don't think I've ever heard this song. I'll be darned. I thought I heard them all. Well, it was on this day, 2001, guitarist Don Felder was fired from the Eagles. He would later launch a $50 million lawsuit against Don Henley, the drummer, and guitarist Glenn Fry, alleging wrongful termination and breach of implied, in fact, contract. Don Henley and uh, Glenn Fry then countersued Felder for breach of contract, alleging he had written and attempted to sell the rights to a tell-all book. They settled out of court, and they aren't saying how much he, each one got, if anything. So the Eagles <laughs> wasn't all uh, honey and joy. Uh, 335. Our birthday list includes Fabian, Teen Idol, 50s and 60s. And, oh, 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 that's my car. Oh, rats. Can I answer this and Pete talk for a minute? Really? No, okay. No, yeah. uh, can I? All right. Uh, you guys talk. Uh, hit my mic. <laughs> okay. So, Flounder, did your arm ever uh, quit swelling, or is there other things swelling on your body as well? No, I'm good. Uh, I, I, it didn't really swell that much. It was more or less just the way I took the picture. It looked like it was 400 pounds. <laughs> 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 so everybody else is fine, right? Your dad, Veronica, Veronica else and my dad room. are out of the woods. I'm pretty much out of the woods. I've just got to eat boring food for the next three days. It's referred to as the brat diet. Bananas, rice, apples, and something else. Very, you don't very know boring. What the tea stand for? No. Well, if it's a tea, it could be anything. It could be termites. For that I can eat termites. That's correct. You can eat termites. They look like rice. In fact, that may be what the rice is. They're just not telling you. Does the rice move around when you pour the milk on it? No, it stays still. So. <laughs> Who puts milk on rice anyway? Nobody. Anyway. Maybe you. Yeah, I drove by. I, I drove past his car and I waved last night when I went through Jasper because it's uh, it's so sad to see his car there parked on the side of the road. Okay, sorry boys. Okay, I'm I'm back. <laughs> sorry, that was it, it. Won't be ready for that. It's a it's a, a transmission issue. In fact, you know what I should have done? If I had oh god, you know this is me. If I had any money, 
If I had had any money, I would have said, you know what? Put a freaking clutch in there. Forget that automatic seven-speed, uh, uh, po- what do you call it, the uh, paddle shifter. I said, put a, uh, put a freaking clutch in that thing. Yeah, anyway. Really? Be a man. Come well, on. I don't. It probably cost me ten grand. Are you? I don't have any money for a clutch. Three thirty-seven. Okay. What did I admit? Did I admit anything bad? Oh, I'm sorry. My, our, no. I was on my birthday list today, and sorry, guys, but I just, you know, I'm, I'm driving this little. In fact, I'm so, I'm so spoiled, and I feel like such an idiot. I should be so grateful. You know, they delivered me a, a, a loaner car. I mean, who can complain about that? They said, you know, shot and Kurt Ford. Um, so you know, I love it, but I hate the car because it's one of those new. It's a newfangled car. It's a couple of years. I mean, it's, it's at least a year. It's got thirty thousand miles. Some kind of a of a four-door suv escape i think it is something like that mm-hmm. and, and and i think it, i think it probably has front wheel drive and the transmissions are kind of soft and it's just you know it's just a whole different thing in driving me nuts anyway thank you thank you and uh i'm not complaining anymore because it's sort of the uh, you know white man's disease here complaining about the car you're driving i know i'm sorry 338 i'm admitting it so you can make fun of me okay now back to the actual program our birthday list includes fabian Teen Idol, 50s and 60s. I'll never forget this either. I, I used to see him on Dick Van Dyke's, Dick Van Dyke, Dick Clark's uh, uh, American Bandstand shows. And there's video of Fabian, who's 81 years old today. Fabian is, uh, it says here, uh, he's performing on Dick Clark's early shows. Good thing he's pretty because his dance moves are non-existent. Uh, Fabian, if I'm not mistaken, was sitting on the porch of one of those row houses areas in, I think, Philadelphia. And an agent was just strolling down the sidewalk and looked at him and said, kid, I'm going to make you a star. Because he had great hair. He was pretty. Uh, teen idol. Look, Just sitting there looked like a teen idol and became one. And he can't sing worth a crap. But he was a huge star in the uh, 50s and 60s. Fabian, 81 years old. Good for you. Uh, wasn't he in North to Alaska with John Wayne? Oh, oh God, I think he was. I think. <laughs> Horrible movie. Horrible movie. <laughs> it's like, remember when, when Ricky Nelson was in True Grit or one of those uh, Cowboys movies? Oh, or, no. or, or the One of the John Dirty Wayne movies, Dozen yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh mercy! Yeah. Oh my! Uh, he was in. Oh, he, uh, it was Rick Nelson with the one with, with Dean Martin played a drunken sheriff, and they had to sober him up to be the bad guys was, with, with John. Was Wayne. it Rio Lobo? Rio Bravo. Rio Bravo. Rio Bravo. Rio Bravo. John. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh, that's right, Pilgrim. <laughs> Truly where's, he where's, was the son of God. Where's your God now, Moses? <laughs> of course, that was Edward G. Robinson. I'm sorry. Uh, 339. Okay, and our history note. I didn't even do a history thing. Our uh, history note today, 1952, King George VI died in his sleep, which immediately elevated his daughter Elizabeth to the throne as the Queen of England. She was on vacation in Africa, I believe, at the time, and she was a young lady. Her official coronation was until 18 or 16 months later in 1953 when Elizabeth became official queen, and we do that. Again, there's more. They keep coming out with releases about King Charles, and they still say, uh, they're saying it's not prostate cancer, but they're still not saying what it is. And they're saying, well, we wanted to reveal the information to help the people deal with having cancer around their way. No, you're not. It's just more speculation. What, what the hell's going on? What are you waiting for? I mean, seriously, what's the difference between, you know, people are wondering and just saying it. Rip the Band-Aid. Anyway, all right, 340. 
I'm, what do I know? I don't know anything. I'm in, I'm in a funk, man. I'm in a freaking weird uh, play. It's just the bizarrest thing I've ever seen. Uh, our 3 o'clock hour is brought to you by our friends at First Liberty Building and Loan. If you need financing to grow your business, visit FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Uh, 341, our phone number, and I'll say it the Kimmer way because people like me like to hear numbers you're giving on the radio. 404 741-1230. And if you're listening tomorrow morning, <laughs> one, two, three, zero. There you got it. All right, 341. Uh, we got news. We got news. I got stuff goofing around stuff, too, and some uh, uh, social media stuff and all that kind of thing. And we're going to hear some debate comments here in just a second. 341, Kimber Pete and the Flounders back, and, and it's a great day. And by the way, thank you, uh, Morning Show Joe, too. Morning Joe was uh, was great to fill in. A couple days in the last week, he filled did the double shift, so we appreciate it. Donald Trump is not immune from being prosecuted in the election case, according to the U.S. Court of Appeals in the D.C. Circuit, which is important to remember, the D.C. Circuit, probably the most liberal circuit there is, other than San Francisco, maybe. Uh, his presidential immunity claim by the actions of his office, including his role in overturning the election results, saying the court said it was unpersuaded by his argument and ruled a case against him can proceed. The court said we have balanced Trump's asserted interests in executive immunity against the vital public interests that favor allowing this prosecution to proceed. We conclude the interest in criminal accountability held by both the public and the executive branch outweighs the potential risks of chilling presidential action and permitting vexatious litigation. Vexatious litigation? Gee, I guess I better look that the hell up. Now, why would they put a word like that? You tell me, you telling me there's not another word that's better than vexatious lit- litigation? Do you know what that means? It vexes me. Yeah, it means it disturbs you. It vexes you. It, it confuses you. Oh, for God's sakes. Well, then it why don't they say me. permitting confusing litigation? Vexatious? Who said, who said that in a movie? That's a movie line. I think it's Khan, Wrath of Khan, where oh Cardinal Montalban says, he vexes me. About <laughs> oh, I know the yeah. word vex. He vex yeah, uh, but did, oh, my God. I don't even think that's a word. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, a double jeopardy clause. Trump said it was a double jeopardy clause since he was impeached by the House of Representatives over the involvement in the election, thinking he was found innocent. And that's my point, too. How could you possibly charge, uh, accuse a president of, of insurrection when he's never been charged with insurrection? How could you convict him for insurrection and rule against him when he's never been accused of insurrection? I mean, seriously, is that, isn't that fairly it's obvious? It's a mystery. <laughs> As the Catholics say, it's a mystery. I'm serious. I mean, we have considered his contention that he's entitled to categorically uh, categorical immunity from criminal liability for his certainly critical action took as president. Contention is unsupported by precedent, history, or the text or structure of the Constitution. Well, it's also uh, uh, this business of accusing somebody or convicting somebody of insurrection when he's ever been accused, that's not in there either. I'm almost positive that's not in the Constitution. Uh, by the way, uh, if you ever want to accuse somebody of something and convict him, even though he's never been charged with it, you can go ahead and do that if he's a Republican. You know, that's Article 19, I'm pretty sure, uh, subsection C4. Dear God. What the hell's going on with this freaking country? Okay, 344. Well, now I've blown the whole segment about the debate thing. Oh, no. Now, actually, 
Uh, oh, uh, let's play the Tucker Carlson thing. You want to do that? And then we'll talk about the debate with the president's stupid face. And we're going to play his comment again every every hour about how, how he feels about half the country. Uh, first of all, the, the, the leftists are going crazy because Tucker Carlson is in Russia to interview Putin. And here's how Tucker's responding to all this stuff. Most Americans have no idea why Putin invaded Ukraine or what his goals are now. They've never heard his voice. That's wrong. Americans have a right to know all they can about a war they're implicated in. And we have the right to tell them about it because we are Americans too. Freedom of speech is our birthright. We were born with the right to say what we believe. That right cannot be taken away no matter who is in the White House. But they're trying anyway. Almost three years ago, the Biden administration illegally spied on our text messages and then leaked the contents to their servants in the news media. They did this in order to stop a Putin interview that we were planning. Last month, we're pretty certain they did exactly the same thing once again. But this time, we came to Moscow anyway. We are not here because we love Vladimir Putin. We are here because we love the United States. And we want it to remain prosperous and free. We paid for this trip ourselves. We took no money from any government or group. Nor are we charging people to see the interview. It is not behind a paywall. Anyone can watch the entire thing, shot live to tape and unedited, on our website, TuckerCarlson.com. Elon Musk, to his great credit, has promised not to suppress or block this interview once we post it on his platform, X, and we're grateful for that. Western governments, by contrast, will certainly do their best to censor this video on other less principled platforms because that's what they do. They are afraid of information they can't control. Anyway, <laughs> this is unbelievable. Adam, former Congressman Adam Kissinger, uh, Kinzinger, the crybaby, says Tucker Carlson's a traitor. Bill Crystal says Tucker Carlson should not be allowed to return to America. They're saying they praise Barbara Walters for doing this kind of stuff. Why are they so afraid of this interview with Putin? Another, Adam Kinzinger is a bitter little bitch. Nikki Haley would have him and her cabinet if elected. Uh, it's especially rich that coming from due process wrecking ball like Adam Kinzinger, that a journalist or any American becomes a traitor by visiting a foreign country we're not at war with and interviewing its leader in equal parts demented, stupid, and authoritarian. Normalized in liberal discourse. My God, 347 with a kibber peated flounder. 40. Yeah, what's that smell? <laughs> Sorry, miss. Uh, 352, it's only me. Oh, hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's only me. It's only the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder, 352. Have, have we heard from the White House yet about my challenge? Anybody uh, responded? Yes, though? Scott said we got a phone call from National Security. We so did get uh, a phone well, I hope they're arranging in my challenge. <laughs> I'll bet they did. Now, that can't be a thing. Nice. If you remember Shannon Burke okay. when we worked over at News Radio, they got yeah, but that was different. That was a, that was a th that was a potential thing. I'm just uh, uh, offering a fair fight. That's not a thing. Who who wouldn't be able to say uh, you know he, he said he's one to like to tell you about taking behind a woodshed, behind the school and beat the crap out of you. Well, just... here's your chance. Anyway, three fifty three. Cameron Pete and Flounder with Nirvana. Smells like Teen Spirit on this day, twenty fourteen, named the greatest song of all time. By NME. Yeah. I don't know what that is. What's NME? 
National Mediocrity so, uh, uh, Enterprise. It's a magazine. The magazine. The great, smells like Teen Spirit 2014. Greatest song of all time. One of the last songs written for Nirvana's breakthrough album, Nevermind, released in 1991. I think it was one of the best songs of the 90s, but I don't know about all time. Well, this is... This it's is, in the top 100. Oh, my God. This is a yelling to music. This is not a song. I'm so sorry. It's a song. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, the rest of the top five tracks were Last Night, The Strokes. Yeah. Number four. Oh, that's number four. How Soon Is Now, The Smiths, number three. Yeah. I feel loved on a summer number two, and yeah. love will tear us apart by Joy Division. The number, or, no, well, no, that can't be right. The rest of the top five were, uh, la, yeah, la, okay. Well, number two was love will tear yeah. us apart, Joy Division. Okay. Well, anyway. Well, uh, none of them are Fabian, but you know. yeah. Well, <laughs> then who is? Uh, Three fifty-four. I still think we have a number one song we're supposed to play that we started a month ago. Oh, my God, that's right. The wor- uh, Rock and Roll Magazine, I mean, Rolling Stone Magazine. The ten worst songs of the, 70, of the 70s. Ten, ten worst songs of the 70s. We played nine of them, and we still, well, we'll get to number one. We'll, we'll have, At we'll some get, point. We'll get to number one here. Sure uh, we will. Our birthday list uh, today includes Mike Farrell. Mike Farrell was Captain B.J. Honeycutt on MASH. I never liked, I, I, he was just kind of a weak, kind of a mamby-pamby. And now maybe yeah. just the role he was playing on all the role. But anytime I've ever seen no, no, any no, movie he's, he's ever done, he looked like a yeah. pussy. I mean, it's just a, He's know, a squarehead from Minnesota. He's just uh, a lib. I, yeah. I, I'm not sure I quite agree with your police work there, Lou. Uh, Mike Farrell is 85 years old. Holy cow. Good for you. He made it. Um, and later on, we'll talk again. Toby Keith passed away at 62, stomach cancer. And wait to hear some of the nasty comments on social media. Good Lord. Dixie Tricks uh, kind of a thing. Uh, let's see. Our uh, history list includes, on this day in 1928, a woman named... <laughs> pronounced actually as Francesca Skranspeskoska. It's possible I mispronounced that. Uh, this woman in 1928 arrived in New York City using the alias Anastasia Tchaikovsky, claiming to be the long-lost daughter of Tsar Nicholas II, Anastasia. And I think they uh, uh, found out that actually I think she was. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Uh, Three fifty-five, three fifty-five. Can repeat and flounder. All right, to the uh, to the uh, news of the. Uh, this is incredible. President Stupid Face just offended everybody uh, who didn't vote liberal, and we'll play that soundbite for you again after the top of the hour here, in case you missed it. But now it's debate time. Uh, Donald Trump is saying, uh, "Let's debate, let's debate, let's debate," and for very good reason. Here's the former president. But I'd like for immediately debates. I'd like to debate them now because we should debate. We should debate for the good of the country. So, Yep, so let's do it. Uh, Donald Trump was on with Dan Bongino saying a debate would be good for the country. Uh, and when uh, President Stupidface was asked about it while he was sucking down an ice cream sundae or a milkshake or something, they asked him what his response to be for Donald Trump's challenge of uh, getting on the debate. Can you debate me right now? Do you accept? Immediately. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, you I, him? Why, why am I wrong to debate me too? 
Uh, he said to me, if I were him, I'd want to debate me. By the way, it's if I were he, because the president's too stupid to know grammar. Well, if I were him, I'd want to debate him, debate uh, me too. He's got nothing else to do. He's got nothing else to do? He's <laughs> four, four crime, you know, 98 <laughs> felony counts against him. He's got, anyway, uh, the uh, debate commission, by the way, has scheduled three general election debates for this fall. Neither Trump nor President Scuzzface has publicly agreed to them, at least not yet. Of course, it's obviously early. The debates are scheduled for September 16th at Texas State University, October 1 at Virginia State University, and October 9 at the University of Utah. And there are three scheduled, and nobody said whether they're going to do it or not. But again, you know, I, he's not going to debate. He, he would, it would be unbelievable. Can you imagine? If, if this president had to get to a podium and take on Donald Trump in a debate. Oh, Lordy. And again, we're going to play his comments about you and me and everybody else we know. Uh, almost 358. And again, we haven't talked about this story much. But Jennifer Crumbly got convicted. We'll see what the result and the, uh, the punishment might be. Michigan jury. Jennifer Crumley, the mother of the high school shooter, guilty on all four counts of involuntary manslaughter. It's kind of an historic criminal trial. Jennifer and her husband were charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter because four students were dead, seven others injured. In 2021, the kid went to school and shot it up. Now, uh, the, the, the uh, let's see, they were uh, pleaded guilty. Oh, let's see, the kid pleaded guilty to murder and terrorism. He's serving life in prison without the possibility of parole. He was 15 years old, uh, carried out the shooting using a gun his parents bought for him as a gift. They, uh, they said, as a parent, you spend your whole life trying to protect your child from dangers. This is what the mother testified to in court. Answering questions from the defense, you never would think you'd have to protect your child from harming someone else. That's what blew my mind. The hardest thing I had to stomach is my child harmed and killed other people. Uh, they argued that she didn't know where someone was planning a school shooting. They said, no, that's not true. They, she went to the school. Uh, the kid was already in trouble before. He had disturbing notes in, cra- in class saying, help me, blood everywhere, my life is useless, had a drawing of a gun. And the prosecutor says, you should have been with him. Uh, you should have taken him home instead of leaving him there. And that's when the shooting happened. And then apparently when the shooting became public, she uh, started telling a different story. And then she took off. She and her husband fled to Detroit anyway. Uh, she's guilty, and her husband has yet to stand his trial, so here we go. And we'll see what happens for not doing something about the kid who shot up the place. Coming up on 4 o'clock, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. And we got so much more coming ahead of you, too, including the Kimmer's Challenge. <laughs> The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. 
thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands, an easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. On this very day, guitarist singer Carl Wilson from the Beach Boys died after a long battle with lung cancer. Carl Wilson was only 51. He was also diagnosed with brain and lung cancer in early 1997, the year before. He sang the lead vocal on God Only Knows, Good Vibrations, I Can Hear Music, this one. He also sang backing vocals on Elton John's Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. I didn't know that. Carl Wilson, 51 years old when he passed. And again, the King of England, Charles, is uh, still has that cancer, and they're talking about it, but they won't say what it is. I just, I don't get that. I don't understand. And Toby Keith passed away at 62 from stomach cancer, and we'll play some more of him later on, and also some of the comments. Uh, in fact, I'll do that in a second. Our birthday list also includes, uh, that was musical, so our birthday list includes Tom Brokaw, 84 and I'm probably the only guy I remember with a speech impediment became a major <laughs> network anchor and a TV star. And on this day in 1971, who could forget? Alan Shepard, the astronaut, hit the first golf ball on the moon. He had taken, he smuggled the head of a, the club head of a six iron in his space suit, came up with a makeshift uh, kind of a shaft, and using one arm in his space suit on the moon, hit the golf ball. And it, uh, the, I thought it went like forever in orbit, but it traveled about 300, uh, 300 yards, they say, as it turned out. I'll, I'll just. Uh... Take a second here to edit that out of my sports. <laughs> oh, you had that? That's not sports. You had that in sports? I'm so sorry. It's golf. Well, it's golf. Oh, my God. It's astronomical stuff. It's astronauts. <laughs> well, now I, well, I was going to. I got other sports things. In fact, I got a boxing thing. I got a baseball thing. Right, and I got an it. NFL thing. No, I'm not going to do them. I'm going to do them after sports to see whether you do them because you're the sports guy. And I always save them until the end because I don't want to, you know, step on obviously your sports not. toes. Well, you clearly, well, I, well I guess we should have had an extra meeting to find out <laughs> if Alan Shepard was in your news of the sports world today. By the way, I've now been told that I'm going to have to change my offer of a fight to the uh, to the death with the president <laughs> of the United States. Instead, so, now here's the deal: I ch I will challenge a fair fight, a fair fight, absolute opportunity, and it's until uh, the, the until the, the loser says, "Mommy, mommy, mommy." Okay, I challenge okay. the president to a fight. A, a, no, I mean a, a, a bare bare fist. No host bar will wear a T-shirt and gym shorts, and that's it. Uh, and uh, mano de mano, one-on-one, uh, -on -one, the president and me fight until one of us says, Mommy, Mommy, Mommy. Okay? 
If we could set that up, I'd really appreciate it. Because after he challenged he basically challenged me and everybody I know who voted for Donald Trump. Who's not? I'm not a MAGA Republican. I'm a freaking American Republican. I'm, I'm an American, and I voted Democrat before. I don't mind. I, I, I'll admit that. It was a younger guy. Absolutely. What the hell? It'll get off my freaking back. But you want to call me gutless and has no spine, no backbone, and no courage because Republicans don't want to let your border rotten thing continue? Sturdy, rotten, stinking, lying fraud. I challenge you to a fight, fist fight, uh, no holds barred fist fight, uh, slap fight, anything you want to call it, until one of us says, mommy, mommy, mommy. Three mommies. <clears throat> I'm serious. Can, can, can we just, can we do one? What, what do liberals object to with MAGA? Make America great again. Yeah. Do they think that we want to send it back to the 50s where there was racism and sexism and stuff? All right. Why don't we get rid of the word again? If yeah. That's what's upsetting them. Make America greater. If they still are upset with make America greater, then you know yeah. it's all about just hating America. That's it. Well, again, I, I, think, I think a lot of this... Well, two things. I think a lot of this is just simply the swamp's momentum. It, it, what we're seeing in this country for the really since Donald Trump came down that stinking escalator, we've seen a a the swamp is rolling with this kind of momentum. It's it's like a giant anti gravity force, and it's just growing and growing and growing. And every time you chop it and attack it and get rid of part of it, it just keeps expanding, but it like grows itself again, it's like a freaking it's a hydra. Uh, you know, it's hydra. Like a, yeah, it's. A a little freaking uh, what was it the uh, little little toad that regrows its own legs or something when you chop them off the reptile is a, a, a newt a or newt. something a newt uh, but it's unbelievable into a newt. it's a newt uh, I, I mean and again so but I don't understand I, well I do understand the momentum of it and then the problem is the damn stinking cell phone they, again they're linked by the social media craze TikTok helping people get across the border everything is social media and they're all linked by it immediately instantaneously and worldwide and, and it's, I mean how are you going to fight that and again they don't if they don't well, watch the news all they know is what's on their phone and they're talking to their friends you you can't stop it, but do what Tucker Carlson and what Elon Musk is doing. You use it. You use it for your side to get your word out. Yeah, I, I, yeah. But again, if you're not covered except on you know conservative media, it's one arm behind our back. It's unbelievable. But again, this man. In fact, let's do this, founder. Let's let's get that soundbite of President Stupid Face just a, a short while ago. And they played the, they played the wrong part on Fox. The four o'clock news on Fox. All they played. Well, I got to get the thing here now. Hold on a second to get the thing. Uh, here we go. At the at the at the order. At the the thing they played on Fox was only that. Uh, um, uh, you have to focus on the American people. That was my focus. Well, they missed the best part. Here's the here, here's the slanderous accusation challenging me and everybody else who voted for Donald Trump as a coward with no backbone. Uh, backbone. Here's a stinking president, lying, freaking phony hypocrite. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends. It's time for Republicans in the Congress to show a little courage, to show a little spine, to make it clear to the American people that you work for them, not for anyone else. Oh, yeah, give, give me a freaking break. He's been working for the communist Chinese, for the Romanians, uh, for the Russians. I mean, this is unbelievable. How about the, how come the mayor, uh, mayor of Moscow's wife gave his son $3 million? 
Answer me that. How, how, how about all the, what is it, 24 or 124 shell companies that the Biden family has to funnel money from Uncle Kauchescu Uncle in Romania to his granddaughter, the Biden family granddaughter for her college expenses? Gee, well, what's the possible link there? But what was she, a masseuse or something, fly over there to give massages and he paid her for it? I mean, well, what's a possible legitimate business expense to show why the granddaughter of Joe Biden got money from a Romanian guy? <laughs> I mean, come on, you're killing me here. Scumbag. We no courage, no spine. You lousy, dirty, stinking coward. I hate this man. Honestly, this, this is a disgrace. Absolute disgrace. He's challenging us. You're challenging my manhood. Well, fine. Come on, come on and get it. I'll, 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 I'll fly up there. You let me know. You know let's have this man-to-man fight, man-on-man, just the two of us. No, 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 no arms, no armament, no nothing, no brass knuckles, just a man fight bare-fisted, the two of us, until one of us okay. says, mommy, mommy, mommy. Can you kick in the balls? Absolutely. All right. This is a free-for-all, baby. I mean, he's a tough guy. Remember, he's a freaking tough guy. Oh, I told Corn Pop, you try to hit me with that chain, I'll rip your freaking head off. Oh, Donald Trump, I'll take you behind the school and beat the crap out of you. Fine, do it to the Kimmer. I freaking dare you. Dirty, lousy, stinking scumbag president. Oh, my God. What a disgrace. Beer biting? Oh, my God. Absolutely. Anything. Anything goes. The two of us. We'll wear a T-shirt and gym shorts, and that's it. And, and, and let go. Somebody go, boom, and there. Have at it until one of us says, mommy, mommy, mommy. Eye gouging? Absolutely. Anything goes. Anything goes. He's a tough guy. I'm not. I'm just an old fart. I'm nothing. I've, hell, I'm not. You know, I haven't died. What, who am I? I haven't been in the Marines, what, 60 years or whatever, 55 years or something? Come on. You know, what, what the hell? I should be fair fight. We're almost the same age. I'll be 78 in a couple of weeks. I mean, you know, what the hell? That's fine. And I've had cancer and a heart attack. What's he had? Has he had cancer and a heart attack? I got a freaking po- a thing pounded in my chest right here to make sure if I have come up by an electric wire and start getting a heart attack, it'll snap it back into routine uh, thing with a thing there. So I got, a, I got a chest implant. I got my boob chest implant for the heart thing and had cancer and a heart attack. What the hell's he got we're going for? How about, how about you fair, talk about a fair fight. I'm ready right now. Dirty punk-ass scumbag. No courage, no backbone. How about kiss my ass? How about that? God, I, ha- I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. Now they're going to fire me. And I, I fight. If you want to fight because I'm doing this at anti-president, fine. I'll, I'll leave right now. 413, Kemmer, Pete, and Flounder. And we're hardly done, by the way. Hardly. It was a teenage wedding, <laughs> and the old folks wished them well. And John Travolta's dancing with Uma Thurman right now. <laughs> Little twisting contest, if I'm not mistaken. Four twenty with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. And Chuck Berry. Well, it was on this day, 1990. More than 200 women filed court actions against Chuck Berry in 1990. 
after it was alleged that he had been secretly filming them in the toilets of one of his restaurants that he owned. Yeah. yeah. And apparently it was true. It was kind of a uh, kinky uh, fellow there, apparently. 420, Kevin Pete and Flounder. We got a new breaking story on the border thing, and Peter Ducey's at it again. We'll hear it in here in a second. First of all, our birthday list includes uh, that naughty little Amy Robach. That ABC cheater who was uh, having an affair with her black guy co-host. And then, and so they eventually got fired. It came out in public and they got fired. And then if I remember correctly, this was several months ago, if I remember correctly, uh, her husband, who's white, started having an affair with his wife, who's black. So both interracial couples... Uh, of the cheaters started getting back at the other one by having a sex with their mate, which I think is pretty funny. Uh, good for them, and what the hell? What a, you know, just in time for Valentine's Day, we salute Amy Robach, the 51 year old cheater who got caught, whose husband then started cheating on the wouldn't be cheating anymore with the uh, wife of the other guy. Anyway, uh, 421. And on our history list today, oh, here we go. Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember this 2006. Britney Spears was photographed driving around Malibu with her infant baby son, Sean Preston, sitting in her lap while she was driving, which is absolutely illegal. And, of course, uh, it was Britney Spears, so what the hell. All right, 422. Now, oh, I just lost my phone thing. We got an update here. Pete just found this, uh, and we got, and, and Flounder found the sound. This is outstanding. We're uh, two for two here. Peter Ducey talking about the border deal. And, again, uh, President Schiffless has just, uh, you know, offended everybody who voted Republican and claimed we don't have a spines or backbone or anything else. Peter Ducey. I don't think we have the question part of it, so I'm going to read the question to Peter. I got it. I got it. Oh, the question also? Right, here's Peter Ducey talking to the podium princess, Rajin Bajin Fratun. She's black. She's gay. She's a girl. You the guys talk a lot, including today, about how the border wouldn't be such a big deal if Congress would have just passed your immigration bill on day one. Who was in charge of Congress on day one? So it's been three years. It's been three, three whole years. More than three years. <laughs> so more than a thousand days. <laughs> How and many days again? Look, She's trying to think of something issue, to say. Obviously, this is a difficult issue. And what we have said is that Congress has to act, right? Congress, Democrats, Republicans have to act. But in those three years, it is true that Republicans have gotten in the way. Liar. They just have, Peter. They have consistently used immigration, the immigration Republicans system. Republicans have gotten in the way. As a political stunt. In the first two That's years. That's what they've done. They've gotten in the way in trying to get more Border Patrol agents. They've gotten in the way in actually trying to fix what's happening, the challenges at the border. They did. So I mean, the, they the voted. Democrats They've actually voted. The years, no it has. I'm not saying that Democrats have not been in control the first two years. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying House Republicans have got in the way. They have. They have such a liar. Gotten in the way in trying to fix what's happening. Complete lies. That's just unbelievable. What do you mean Republicans have gotten in the way? You could, you opened the border. Not to mention for two years they're saying there hasn't been a border yeah, issue. There's no border secure. There's no crisis. Lying okay, bitch. First of all, the border. The border agents they want to get, the patrol agents, aren't there to stop anyone coming over. They're there to count them as they're coming over. Yeah. So there's another lie. Yeah. But here's end wokeness has this little stat. Biden says the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump. Here is the illegal border encounters in 2020 when Donald Trump, Trump was president, 400,000. In 2021, Biden took over, 1,700,000. <laughs> yeah. 2022, 2,300,000. 2023, 2,400,000. There you are. I mean, those are just facts. 
And again, you know what? It's not going to make a, it's not going to make a damn bit of difference when the election rolls around. Anybody who hates Donald Trump is not going to be swayed in any way by anything. The same way with these court cases. Nope. It doesn't matter whether the Supreme Court rules that Donald Trump shouldn't uh, should or shouldn't be allowed to run, or whether he has immunity from prosecution, so they can he can go ahead and go to the trial. It's not going to make any difference. No, nobody's going to wait for the court case to see whether they should vote for Donald Trump. I mean, so the whole thing is preposterous. It's all political. Everything that's happened, whether it's in a legal court case where you're not, is all political. Because if it weren't Donald Trump running, they wouldn't be charging him with all these crimes. I mean, it's just, it's so freaking obvious. They should be locking up all these people. Oh, by the way, speaking of locking up, I'm glad I said that. Uh, the 4 o'clock hour brought to you by Atlanta Safe House. Lock up these people. You, know, you may not know you need a safe. You do. Take it from the camera out the dumb things I've done without one. I have two from Atlanta Safe House and learned my lesson. Atlanta Safe House. Learn more at atlantasafehouse.com, by the way. Uh, 426. I mean, this is unbelievable. She, and by the way, notice when he said uh, who was in charge on day one, she said, well, it's been a long problem, Peter. The, since day one, it's been a thousand days. I mean, she's you know, trying to say something until she can think of what to say. It's a tough problem. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, the, the Republicans have gotten in the way, Peter. I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I hate these people. Honestly, I hate them, and they're going to get away with it. Well, the Repu- well, you heard her say the Republicans are getting in the way. Uh, that's why we don't have a boy. That's why they're coming across. The Republicans have blocked the border bill. Oh, my God. Uh, again, I'll say it again. There, there's the, the border bill that's going to get shot down, the new one. $20 million for border security, which actually means helping fill out the paperwork. They're not going to block the border with that $20 million for more agents. Nope. It's going to help them get across and fill out the paperwork. $20 million for border, quote, border security. $400 million in that bill for free legal advice for all the illegals who come in. $400 million for lawyers. Guess who wrote that bill? <laughs> lawyers. <laughs> How unusual. Oh, my God. The fix is in, man. Oh, dear Lord. I mean, honestly, these people are shameless. I mean, shameless. <laughs> Mexican mall lawyers for everybody. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, line up at the mall. <laughs> One of those drive-through windows. <laughs> Stay in your car. <laughs> we'll take care of you. Kelly's on the line. She wants to clarify something. I think you made an error. Oh, I, well, how unusual. And who'd you say it was? Her name is Kelly. Kelly. Hey, Kelly, you're on the radio. What did I do wrong? Please help me out. Hi, Kimmer. I very much in support of your opinions, but you should um, know that Biden wasn't saying that the public or the mega regular folks didn't have a backbone. He, he was, was saying, saying Congress, Congress, I know, but I, I, I know, and I changed it to say, <laughs> well, because if he's talking they about Congress, if, if he's talking about Congress, they are the representatives of the American people, including my congressman. So you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, uh, he did technically say Congress, and you're correct, and I stand corrected, and I appreciate you uh, holding my feet to the fire, but I did it because he, they represent me. And, now, and by the way, let me ask you, are you a I, I, I don't even well i guess i have to ask who you you know what you stand for are you offended that the president of the united states says that basically people who voted for donald trump are responsible for the border crisis and we don't have the 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 courage or the spine the backbone the guts to take care of the problem are you offended by that I am basically offended by everything that man does. So, yes, you know, absolutely. And, and Kelly, I, I, I don't understand. 
I, I, I have a hard time believing why there isn't more of a national uproar. I mean, these things, he keeps doing these things. We keep pointing out that he, he stumbles around. He doesn't know what he's saying. He just, he just saluted meeting a guy who's been dead for 24 years. Uh, the meter on of, of France or the other day. I mean, this all happens over and over and over, and yet it's like it's not making any difference. Uh, you'd think the streets would be filled with protesters it's, saying, we can't get, we got to get rid of these people. Stop voting for them or something. I don't know. It's because nobody knows. The mainstream news doesn't ever cover it. I mean, it's the news is so siloed. Nobody knows. We yeah. gotta. I have an idea. Yeah. I think the Republicans ought to buy every single billboard in every single swing state <laughs> and start using them. Before the election. Yeah, and buy up every TV, every vacant TV commercial opportunity, buy every one of them for every TV station for all those swing states. So nobody gets advertised except the Republicans buying it in advance or something. And, and again, that's the cell phone. It's the it's the yesterday's cigarettes, these damn cell phones. And that's all they're relying on to get their information, which is all live from social media. Oh. You do one issue on the billboard, make it really catchy so they have to go to the website. The website is a flyer and that you could give to your friends, and there's backup for everything you say on I it. I like it. Every I like it. Billboard. Kelly, you are, you are a tremendous addition to this program. I hope you call more often. <laughs> Thank you, baby. You have a great day. I will. Thanks, Bless Kelly. You, uh, fine. Thanks, sweetie. 4.30, Kimmer P. Flounder and our new Kimmer babe, Kelly. On the straight and narrow here, the way it ought to be on 106.3. <laughs> Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. With Pete Davis and Flounder. Flounder's back. And that's good. And again, thank you, Morning Joe, for filling in a couple of days when Flounder was ill. And um, how's Miss Veronica? Is she uh, is still suffering from the... Uh, she's uh, pretty much out of the woods, uh, so she's good to go. Now, do we think it was the same thing, you and your dad My dad Veronica, seems to right? think that all three of us got the same thing. It was just some stomach bug going around. Yeah, yeah. wow. Anyway, I'm glad to, that it's uh, you're doing better, and, and welcome back, as always. Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder, 436. It always sucks for me, though, because I probably lost 10 pounds. Well, yeah, you're not. You're th well, you're in shape, though. I mean, you're athletic, and you work out a lot. So, But still, I mean, that makes a difference for you. Oh, hell, in fact, I've gained seven. Are you believe this? I've gained <laughs> seven pounds. I, of course, I weighed the, what I weighed when I was, like, you know, ninth grade. Yeah, the funny thing uh, is, is some pictures popped up on my phone uh, the other day when all of us were at... Uh, that radio station for seven weeks, RC Media. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was when you had your mustache. And looking at you now and looking at the picture, you were a fat ass. Well, <laughs> in fact, we met the pictures I showed the other day I put on. on uh, I mean, no, you were no, because no, no, you, you just look bigger because you've lost so much weight. Well, no, well now, let's, well, for a second, I, I, I don't want to, you know, waste our time talking about me and my fatness. But the, the, <laughs> just the other, day, the other day, we got those pictures from the guy about my one of the motorcycle rides yeah, or the charity yeah, ride. Uh -huh. Did you see how big I was <laughs> yeah, on that? Yeah. Motorcycle, uh, my uh, my super trike. Uh, I mean, I, at the time. Well, again, okay. I'd also had uh, you know five weeks of radiation, surgery, and chemotherapy, which put me into menopause for my cancer stuff. This was after I had cancer um, in uh, 2003 or whatever it was, um, or 2002, whatever it was. Anyway, um, and so and so I gained all this weight, and they told me you're, you're going to gain. You know, it's from the uh, from the chemo stuff I had. It's going to just blow you up like crazy. And I think at the time I weighed something like two. 40. I was between uh, between 235 and 240, and, and my mm. fighting weight is like 205. And, and now Did I'm they under... tell you to stop working out? 
during that? Well, I, I did work out, but it wouldn't make any difference. And, and plus, you just lo- you lose muscle mass and you, you water weight. It's just horrible. Well, you remember, I, I used to have hot flashes, and Wayne No Offense would play you know one of those the hot flash song, whatever it was when uh, I'm on fire or whatever it was when I start dripping, soaking wet, in the, in the, in the, sitting here in my chair, pouring sweat coming off of me like uh, you know like my mother used to get when she was going through menopause. They put me into male menopause with with um, uh, Casinex and and Lupron or Nupron or Lupron, I think it is. Anyway, uh, so that was so I was fat. I was huge, and maybe that explains why uh, you know I couldn't uh, keep in. Anyway, whatever. Right, Four thirty-nine. Uh, this I don't you know. We, we, we're playing uh, crack work. Is that craft work? Craft work. All right, and this is some kind of German band or what? This is Kraftwerk, uh, number one in the yeah. British singles chart with the model Computer Love. The first, ger- I was guessing, the first German act to score a British number one single. Spent 21 weeks on the British chart. Kraftwerk, 1982. Well, it's kind of a little, kind of an 80s. Kind of Electronic like, band. Yeah, like I was going to say. Like, yeah, okay, well, uh, there you go. Good for them. Uh, our birthday list, holy cow, our birthday list includes Mamie Van Doren. Have you ever heard that name, Flounder? Mm. I have not. Mm. Pete, you know who that is. Back oh, in the day, British. Yeah. back in the day, there were three bombshells. Well, there were several, but the three basic bombshells were Marilyn Monroe, Jane Mansfield, and Mamie Van Doren. I mean, there was also, you know, uh, uh, the sex kit and stuff like that. But these were the buxom, big, broad babes. And blonde. maybe, yeah, big, blonde broads. I mean, they were built and they were huge. <laughs> they were, and they were not muscular. This was long before women had muscles. This was not, you know, this it was not the muscular time of our culture. This was uh, big babes. And maybe Van Dorn is 93 years old today. Good for her. <laughs> was a memory she must have about that time. Holy cow. And on this day in history... 1951, radio legend Paul Harvey. Good day. Paul Harvey arrested on this day in 1951, trying to sneak into the Argonne Nuclear Test Facility west of Chicago to show how lax the security was. Everybody knew it, and he proved it, and then he got caught. So it's, <laughs> I guess, anyway. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> by, yes. by, by the way, before the cards and letters come in, Mamie Van Doren is American. Who was the British blonde bombshell? Her name was Diana. Diana Doors. Oh, Diana Doors. Diana Doors. Absolutely. Diana yeah, there was an, that was yeah. another one. I didn't. I forgot she was British, or I didn't know. Yeah, that's right. And of course, you know, Gina Lola Brigida, and you know, there were a lot of different. You know, uh, Sophia, Sophia Loren. Loren. I yeah. mean, so there were a lot. But again, the the, the big blonde babes back then was uh, that was she. There were basically three or four of them. So Diana Doors. That's who that was. Uh, four forty one. Kevin Pete and Flounder. All right, our number four zero four seven four one twelve thirty seven four one one two three zero. And I say it slowly so that you can remember to write it down or whatever. Uh, just quick update. Uh, uh, DA uh, Fanny the Floozy, Fulton Flanny the Floozy, uh, Fanny Willis, has now got another accusation, number four, uh, hoping to disqualify her from the Donald Trump case. David Schaefer, co-defendant with Donald Trump, 2020, was a Georgia GOP chairman and a GOP presidential elector. And this is kind of cool. Check out what the, the, what they're complaining about here. David Schaefer says uh, Fanny the uh, Floozy engaged in a pattern of prosecu- uh, prosecutorial forensic misconduct. It should disqualify not only her, but her whole freaking staff. Uh, she engaged in an improper relationship with this guy, Nathan Wade. Uh, boldly should be forcibly removed from the case, conflict of interest. 
And uh, Schaefer and his lawyers argue that it's primarily what warrants her removal. They only, uh, she said, well, they only attack me because he's black. No, they attacked you because you were the one, that was one, the only one he was, you were banging. Unless you were banging the others. Now, Fanny, if you were having sex with all three of them that you hired in this case, that, that's hold, I'll take back my, my apology. But I think, you know, since you uh, were bragging about his uh, length and girth, uh, you only were screwing the black guy. So, you know, I, I'm sure it's racial. It's not racist, but it's racial. You're the one who picked out the black guy. Gee, I wonder why that is, Fanny. Tell us why, of all the three, of the two white guys and a black guy, let's see, who would you want to have sex with? Hmm, yeah, da, da, yeah, let's, uh, hmm, golly, I don't know. Uh, and by the way, here's another angle to this, which I hadn't thought of, and I think it's important. As an attorney and public prosecutor, your comments were directly affected the pending litigation, indefensible and reprehensible, constituting uh, forensic misconduct. Uh, she, let's see, using the words... Uh, here we go. Uh, Schaefer claimed that Willis has a pattern of prejudicial public statements about the case with interviews and public speeches claiming and making such statements. She is intending to reject and infect the jury pool, arguing that that's uh, infecting the jury pool. But all she's been saying uh, should remove her that alone. And, of course, uh, Wade, <laughs> the guy Nathan Wade, has no RICO experience or felony prosecution experience. And yet uh, he got paid almost $700,000 since January 2022. And, by the way, uh, let's not forget that in uh, legal filings last month, this guy uh, Nathan Wade billed Fulton County for one single day in November 2021. He billed Fulton County in one day for 24 hours of work. 24 hours out of your workday, sir. And again, lawyers go by the minute. If you're talking to a lawyer, he's got a stopwatch going. If you call him at 10.15 in the morning and you get done at 11.17, that's two hours. You're into the second hour. So this guy charged 24 hours in one day. Boy, he must have been tired. <laughs> I guess she was working with him on the side or something. Oh, my the front, God. The back. And, and by the way, one other thing on this story, too, which I think is important. I don't mean to dwell in it, but this is important. Check this out here. So they claim that uh, Fanny the Floozy had improper, inaccurate characterization of Schaefer and the other nominee as fake electors to the national media. She was calling him a fake elector, all fake electors, exceedingly presidential to David Schaefer, noting that at all times material to her indictment, he was qualified as a lawful presidential elector. He was a lawful elector. She claimed that he was complaining that he that he wanted to be uh, inaccurate or fake elector. She just called him a fake elector. He was a lawful elector. Pursuant to Georgia law, nominated as a presidential elector by the Georgia Republican Party. He was not a fake elector, and yet she called him that the whole time. She's been slandering and libeling and, and to help the jury pool. Oh, well, I heard the guy's a fake elector. So the case is already decided before it ever gets to freaking court. That's what these people do, underhanded little slime bag, slut and slime bag. Dear God, how could she think she was going to get away with this, by the way? All right, quarter of five already. She still a... thinks she's going to get away oh, with yeah? it. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah. You know the answer. That's right, baby. she got two things going, well, three things going for her. That's <laughs> uh, quarter of five and a give her feet flounder. All right, look out. Here we go. Good Lord. Man, we got some breaking news here. Fun stuff about Disney. 
And we'll talk more about the wall and the border and all this stuff. 450 with a Kimmer Pete and Flounder. He's back. And uh, good to have it again. Thank you, Morning Show, for going in. Led Zeppelin. Is this Led Zeppelin? Yes, it is. It's sound yep. with a piano. I'm not used to the Led Zeppelin piano tune here. Jerry Lee Lewis intro for a minute. Really? I'll tell you why. Okay, I've got to, I look forward to it after I announce here that on this day in 1971, Led Zeppelin announced a small British club tour which would see the group playing universities and small venues with ticket prices at about $15, I think. Uh, Zeppelin had 12 uh, shillings. I don't know what that is. What's a shilling is a dollar or thereabouts? Uh, anyway, whatever, 15 bucks. Zeppelin manager Peter Grant said, we decided to do the clubs and forget about the bread and the big concert halls. Just for the fun, 1971 Led Zeppelin. And now it sounded like Jerry Lee Lewis. I, what's the deal on that? It's called Boogie with Stew, and Stew was Ian Stewart. Ian Stewart was supposed to be a Rolling Stone, but their manager decided he was too ugly to be a Rolling Stone, so he just played with them on their albums and sometimes concerts and wise, but he was such a big, good piano player that uh, Led Zeppelin and other people would use him as well, and uh, he died back in the 80s. He died young, unfortunate there, but he was a big influence on Chuck Lavelle. Yeah. You know, that's why Chuck sure. Lavelle so. went into the Rolling Stones, Rolling because Stones, yeah. Ian died. I'll and Chuck damn. Lavelle pretty much does the Rolling Stones set list and all that stuff. He kind of manages their music in a sense. Yeah. Wow, and what's it now? Isn't he a big forester or so? What's the link with the? Uh, it's a big tree guy. Tree farm. Yeah. He lives, in, tree, he lives tree, in Macon. Yeah, and he has a, a tree farm mm -hmm. or a forest farm or something or other. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, well, good to know that, boys. Uh, let's see. Birthday list includes Kathy Najimy, sixty-seven. She was Wendy on Veep. That was a great series. I've I've, I've still got. I think I have like forty uh, episodes of Veep. On my uh, saving on my DVR thing with what's her name from Seinfeld. Uh, Wendy on Veep. Uh, you may also remember her from Hocus Pocus and the chubby nun from Sister Act movies. Kathy and Jimmy, 67 years old today. And our day in the history list includes 1969. I'm sorry, I'll start all over again, you idiot. 1869. 1869. On this day, Harper's Weekly Magazine publishes the first picture of Uncle Sam... With whiskers, that white uh, goatee, 18 to 16. Okie dokie, 4.53 with a Kimmer Pete and Flounder. Uh, we saw Martin on the phone. Let's, uh, we got a phone call with Martin. Hey, Martin, welcome aboard, man. What's going on? Yo, Kim. Calling about this uh, fanny business. Yeah. Fanny business, whatever yeah. the heck it is. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. sir. <laughs> this, this Willis guy working all day. <laughs> He's really been pulling a long one, huh? <laughs> yeah, Perhaps a long no, shift. Uh, right. no around. <laughs> uh, let's go to the other one, the uh, parents that got in trouble for the uh, kid that went off. Yeah, yeah, wow. Off. You know, I'm hoping equality steps into this equation because I believe this is the only time parents have been held culpable. It is. They say it's an historic case. Uh, well, and, uh, let's hope it sets precedence and they can share all across the board. Yep, and, and again. In uh, Switzerland, yeah, if you uh, if your child gets hold of a gun, you know, mandatory you have a gun in the house for the whatever war stuff. Mm -hmm. But if the uh, child gets hold of it and causes harm, parents are major league culpable. 
So I, you know, I like that concept. You know, if you're kids wandering around at night with a gun, yeah. you know, like 11 o'clock or something. Um, but, geez, I, I, I think they should be at home, but that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially, I mean, how many times have we had stories here in, Atlanta, in the Atlanta area of a, a 12, 15, 14-year-old kids being the gunman for robberies at some gas station or carjacking or something? It's well, just unbelievable. They're going out for the parents to get cigarettes or something, you know. So. Yeah, I guess it's easily explainable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Martin, you have a great day, man. Four, yeah, you too. Thanks, four. 55 with a Kipper Pete and Flounder. 404-741-1230. They may have caught the, at least some of the migrants accused of beating those New York City police officers the other day. They uh, fled the scene. Again, these migrants are caught on video kicking police officers in the face. Okay? They're not migrants. Well, no, they're illegal uh, uh, sneak-ins. Yeah, they're not migrants. I, again, see, now I'm reading the headlines. See, they got me doing it. This is the, this is the this is the problem. This is the mainstream media. I'm calling them migrants. They're not migrants. They're illegals. In fact, what did we used to call them? They were. Uh um, well, you can't call them that. Yeah, that's right. Too. That <laughs> that's right. I forgot. <laughs> There's a couple things. That's a new America now. We... <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Anyway, these freaking illegals who, who beat up the, you know, kicking police officers in the face, kicking them in the all over. Uh, I mean, hitting and all this stuff. And then they got caught. They went to court and they were released. Okay. On video, kicking police officers in the face. And again, I'm amazed that when they got to court and they had their mugshots taken, that they were able to open their eyes. If I had been, and again, I am calling, and I'm not a role model here, ladies, driving wrong with your kids in the car. You can tell them that I'm totally wrong on this. Those cops should have beat the living crap out of those scumbags mm-hmm. before they ever got to the court co- uh, court case. I mean, honestly, the- if you kick a cop in the face and he arrests you and doesn't do anything, his buddies don't do anything, you've got to be kidding me. How about a few kidney punches in the liver, in the gallbladder? I mean, something where it doesn't show up real good. Make sure he hurts for a long, long time. I'm serious. This is unbelievable. You can't do that to a cop and get away with it. And then they let them go and they fled. Yeah. Well, they've caught him in Phoenix, Arizona, involved in the mob beating of the police the other day, Monday night. Uh, Homeland Security guys caught him at a Greyhound bus station in Phoenix. Four of them believed headed to California. 19-year-old Gomez, 19-year-old Achoka, 21-year-old Juarez, uh, 24-year-old Reveron, and uh, let's see, 22-year-old Boada, 21-year-old Barros, uh, 24-year-old Brito. Gee, is there anything kind of linking those together at all, you think, maybe? Uh, and uh, in 1954, the Eisenhower administration rounded up thousands of Mexicans and sent them back over the border. You know what the name of the operation was called? I think I do, and I want you to say it out loud. Operation Wetback. That's right. That was that's an and official. And the Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. The L- L.A. Times headline, 500 nabbed in Operation Wetback raid. Yeah. And again, that was, I, I think, it was because they would get wet swimming across the Rio Grande River and they would be wet backs and they call them wet backs. I think that's the original thing, right? I mean, as far as mm-hmm. I don't think there's another reason. Anyway, here we go. And, and again, the border, this border business of the wall, these dirty, stinking, rotten liars. Uh, it's 4.58 already. Holy cow. At 5 o'clock, the Fox News thing in our break coming up at 5 will probably have a, a Biden soundbite, maybe or maybe not. If they don't have him saying the words uh, 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 spine and courage, uh, you're going to hear it from me in a few minutes after that. You want to play it one more time? Yeah, let's play it one more time. Just that, just that first part there, that part where he gets the issue, 20 seconds worth. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know 
that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends. It's time for Republicans in the Congress to show a little courage, to show a little spine, yeah. to make it clear to the American people that you work for you world's think biggest he works, hypocrite. I, he works for the American people. He's been on the payroll of the communist Chinese and everybody else around the freaking world with his son in cahoots with a crime family for decades. Decades. Works for the American people. Blames Donald Trump from now on until the election. He's going to make sure that America blames Donald Trump for the border crisis, which now he's calling a crisis. That's the funniest part of this. It wasn't a crisis for six years until, or eight years until all of a sudden. Oh, my God. Oh, Lordy. All right, coming up at 5 o'clock. Holy crap, of sports coming up in the next uh, 20 minutes or so, which we're looking forward to to change the tactic here with the Kimber Pete and Flounder. 5 o'clock on 106.3. How's it going? The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com. Let's get it together, ladies. Left shoulder, right of blank. Ready on your dog target. <laughs> Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Don't be afraid. 503 with Pete Davis and Flounder at the controls on 1063. How's it going? Here's number 404 741 1230. 741 A lot of breaking news going on here today. Political stuff, border stuff. Uh, they are going uh, for the impeachment vote. Apparently, the House is going to take the vote today. Uh, perhaps any minute now. They're ready for the Mallorca. And, and again, let's let's be clear. It won't make a damn bit of difference, which I think is important. 
And we, we, we need to do more and more of these. They're going to make an impeachment vote in the House. The House will, conv- will, will uh, vote yes to uh, start the articles of impeachment against the little pimp Mayorkas from the border. This, this is the same scumbag who knew that those uh, men on horseback at the border were not whipping Haitians coming across the water. Uh, he knew it in advance. He said it anyway. This is the kind of disgraceful scumbag opening the border, ign- ignoring federal law, and uh, letting them in one after another. Well, the problem is, is Democrats, when they, try, when they impeach Trump, impeachment isn't serious anymore. Right. This is why we need to impeach him. Trump was impeached twice for nothing. For nothing. And we need to impeach Mayorka, So, and we need to impeach Biden. We need to impeach uh, Carmella. I mean, we can impeach them all. And the more we impeach, the more people are going to say, well, what a joke that impeachment is. So they look back in history and say, oh, they impeached everybody back in the 200s, you know, 2000s. Uh, it's just, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And he's, although he's guilty. I mean, look at, look at the rules that, and the laws that he ignored to allow 6 million people to come into this country. To, and remember, the reason they're coming in is that you can't automatically guarantee they're going to vote Democrat when they get their cards eventually, because it's going to be amnesty. You know they're going to be there. You know, unless Donald Trump's elected, it's over. They're going to be American citizens. But even so, even if they're not registered to vote, they're still human beings who therefore are counted in the census. And that means if there are now an extra million people in New York State, an extra million people in California, they are going to be counted as more Congress people, more congressional representatives, more electoral votes. This is changing the country. Whether or not they're, they're able to vote in the meantime doesn't matter. There's still, there's still people living in the country doesn't matter whether they're citizens they're counted in the census homeless are counted so you know anyway that that's one of the reasons they're doing it for for the record uh a quick uh let's see 506 hold on i just uh, lost my thing on my ipad here uh this just story just in and we'll, we'll do more on the border stuff and the donald trump thing uh also uh, taylor swift is uh, having to sue some guy in college who's been after her, trying to put her in danger checking her airplane flights and stuff and the uh, black texas college student defends black graduations coming up here uh here on black history month but first remember we've talked before about the conservative act named Gina Carano. Well, she is suing Disney for wrongful termination. Former actress on the Disney Star Wars show The Mandalorian has sued Walt Disney for millions of dollars in lost income over wrongful termination and discriminatory treatment. She said, a short time ago in a galaxy not so far away, defendants made it clear that only one orthodoxy in thought, speech, or action was acceptable in their empire, and that those who dared to question or failed to fully comply would not be tolerated, said the lawsuit. Carano made waves were refusing to support movements and ideologies with which she did not agree, including Black Lives Matter, COVID lockdowns, and transgender pronouns. The final straw for Lucasfilm and Disney came when Carano drew criticism for a post on social media comparing today's political divide to the events in Nazi Germany and conservatives compared to the Jewish people. It included an image of a Jewish woman beaten and bloodied in a brutal campaign of anti-Jewish violence uh, when it was part of the German-occupied territory. Uh, She said, how is that different from uh, uh, hating someone for their political views? Lucasfilm released a statement after that saying uh, her social media posts uh, denigrating people based on their cultural and religious identities are abhorrent and unacceptable. So out she goes. 
Well, she's filed a complaint alleging uh, that uh, she was subject to harassment over her political views on social media. But the st- uh, the rule of law still reigns over the defendant's empire. Carano returned to demand they be held accountable for their bullying, discriminatory, and retaliatory actions affecting not only substantial emotional harm, but millions of dollars in lost income. And conservative actress Gina Carano sues Disney for their behavior against her because she didn't agree with what they wanted her to say in public. Uh, I mean, uh, free speech? Here we, I mean, this is it. This is what they do. Oh, Lordy. Anyway, uh, 404 741 See, I, I said it fast that time for the morning crew. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, let's do the Peter Ducey thing again here. Speaking of border flounder, do you mind? Well, let's do that. And then we'll, uh, a little salute to Toby Keith. And again, he got roasted on social media. These bastards on social media will have no holds barred. Okay, now the border thing. Today, this is hysterical. In fact, i gotta, oh, I got to get the story because I have it on my phone. Um, hold, I, I'm getting it right now. Hold on a second. I got it right here. And here it is. Okay. Peter Ducey uh, was asking the podium princess, Rajin Frashin Dwazin, uh, about... Uh, no, no, where the hell? Why is it doing it this for me? Hold on a minute. i got to get the... Oh, this is ridiculous. All right, hold on. I've got... My, Staff? My, my, no, no, i got it right here. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. Um, there, uh, 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 Peter Ducey was talking with the podium princess about the border deal, and as you just heard a few minutes ago that we played, and again, I, I told you Fox News would not play the part where... Uh, President Showers with daughter was saying that the Republicans are have, have no uh, spine and uh, and courage and backbone, uh, and so and now at the podium today, the podium princess uh, took a question from Peter Ducey, who put it all on the line. Great move, Peter. Here you go. You guys talk a lot, including today, about how the border wouldn't be such a big deal if Congress would have just passed your immigration bill on day one. Who was in charge of Congress on day one? <laughs> so it's been three years. It's well, been three. You didn't answer the question. Years. More than <laughs> history three years. lesson time. More than a thousand days. Oh, how many days? And <laughs> what are you going, look, this trying is to a think of something issue. to say? This is a difficult issue. And what we have said is that Congress has to act, right? Congress, Democrats, Republicans have to act. But in those three years, <laughs> it is scale. true that Republicans have gotten in the way. They just have, Peter. They have consistently used immigration, the immigration system, the broken system, as a political stunt. That's what they've done. <laughs> what? They've gotten in the way in trying to get more border patrol. What does that mean? They've gotten in the way in actually trying to fix what's happening, the challenges at the border. They did. So I mean, the, they the voted. Democrats they've actually voted. The first two years, no it has. I'm not saying that Democrats have not been in control the first two years. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying House Republicans have got in the way. Oh, please. They have. They have purposefully gotten in the way in trying to fix what's happening at the border. Yeah. Some of the media reaction. Are we supposed to ignore the fact that they've spent most of the last three years denying there was even a problem? Remember, they were not allowed to say the word crisis. In fact, Mayorkas today said, uh, well, I'm not making this up. Um, Let's see. President Stupidface recently said he would shut down the border. It was a crisis. I will tell you, this is my focus. It's a very serious challenge, and we are focused on it every single day. Uh, I will tell you that I am not focused on the words or uses, said Mayorkas. I'm focused on what we need to do after the president said, uh, if you're serious about the border crisis, pass a bipartisan bill and I'll sign it. The president called it a crisis, and Mayorkas said, well, I wouldn't have said crisis. No, we're focusing not on the words. We're focused on the issue. I mean, even he can't admit that the president... 
president said it was a crisis. This is freaking hysterical. And we're supposed to forget that for three years, four years, oh, hell, eight years, if, well, under Trump. I mean, this is unbelievable. They'll do anything to justify their ridiculous policies. I mean, holy crap. Why did he cancel Remain in Mexico? Why did he cancel all the things that Trump had in place to make the border better? I mean, I, I mean, my God. They have the balls to say this kind of stuff. I mean, it's just outrageous. This is outrageous. And here we go. And, and, and President Stupid Face again says he's going to make sure the American people from now until November 4th are going to blame Donald Trump for now what he is calling a border crisis. I tell you, I, uh, I must be high. <laughs> but I'm not having... If I was high, I'd like to have the fun part of it. Yeah, share the wealth. Come I on. mean, come on. <laughs> if somebody just got me high from that, I'd really like to appreciate it. You know, yeah. have a little fun with it. Just, <laughs> don't God. Bogart that, I, I haven't been friend. high, so I, I, I got to... Well, now we're going to have to hold new thing. <laughs> don't Bogart that joint. Uh, fi- <laughs> By the way, did that come from Humphrey Bogart, Bogarting a joint? Yeah, because he, he would to take huge... No, he would take huge drags from it, <laughs> from a cigarette. Hey, save some for me. <laughs> oh, my God. 513, <laughs> holy crap, it's sports, is next. Thank goodness. Oh, mercy. Uh, coming up, John Kerry's getting sued. Taylor Swift's back in the news. Gen Zers are freaking out about their taxes all coming up. Plus a bunch of sports birthdays in history. But first, it's the highlight of your afternoon. It's holy crap at sports with Pete Davis. So uh, you speak Portuguese? I do. Uh, el uh, Greco, El uh, C. <laughs> That's all I speak, though, oh, is that I, I one uh, word, or C. Yeah. Well, that's... <laughs> if you're a Falcon fan, you may want to brush up on it. The oh, Eagles no. will open their home schedule this fall in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Oh, for and one of their home opponents will be there, too. And one of those teams could be the Atlanta Falcons. So, well, because Raheem Portugal's, Morris yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, may open the season about nine hours away by jet. Maybe. They haven't decided yet who the opponent's going to be. Would you go to Brazil to watch the Falcons play? Well, no. I mean, I'd love to go to Brazil, <laughs> you know, to see Brazil in no. Rio de Janeiro and Portugal. I'd love to go there and see that stuff. If I were, you know, retired and had money and had a girlfriend or something, I'd love to do stuff like that. But I'm not going to go. Who the hell would want to go to Brazil wait. for the National Football League? Wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You would bring a girlfriend to Brazil? Well, yeah, I know there's a lot of sand. You don't bring sand to the beach, I know. <laughs> I could probably find something down there. <laughs> I'll bet you. In fact, I'm, I'm, I'm not making this up. I was going to Costa Rica uh, the first time. Of course, I wasn't married. Uh, so it didn't matter. But when you get, we fly to, we flew to Costa Rica and go to their main airport there. When you get into the airport lounge, there are little tables all over the place. And at those tables are sitting young ladies by themselves just having a cup of coffee or a drink or something and they're just sitting there and apparently the thing is that you can uh, strike up a conversation and decide to uh, have one of those ladies accompany you for your trip to Costa Rica guys on golfing vacations have told me about this that you know the ladies are right there and maybe you're taking a golf trip or something and you want a little companionship for your weekend or four-day holiday or whatever and there they are they're sitting right there available for you (laughs) so all right. You know, was, they do the dishes, I'm sure. They just do yeah, a little cleaning. Yeah, help you pack, you know. Just, Casa. Yeah, yeah. 
Meanwhile, the Falcons have begun an ad campaign on Twitter portraying the new head coach and GM as a law firm called Morrison Fontenot. Do you need to fight is the slogan, which sure beats that tired old rise up, which never worked. And I've been trying to get them to get rid of it for 10 years now, but uh, whatever. By the way, they're doing a lot of posing. I don't know if you noticed on social media, there's a lot of posing with the new coach and everything. So he better win. And what's the the slogan Uh, fight? What is it? Do you need to fight? Do you, what the hell kind of slo- yeah, question is a slogan? Is a question? Wait, wait, how? It's a law firm. Oh, it's a law Lord. firm. Well, I don't know. Okay. I, it's a Falcon. What do you expect? I, I, I know mean, it's a Falcon. I wish them well. I hope they. I hope they well, win every game. I hope they win every freaking me game. Me too. I really do. A, a lot of people have noticed the chemistry between the two men, Fontenot and uh, Morris, at the news conference the other day. In fact. Mm. Our secret microphones caught the moment oh, no. when Raheem Morris and Terry Fontenot knew this pairing would work. Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> Mom, can we have bunk beds? <laughs> we want bunk beds. Did you touch my drum set? <laughs> Don't touch my drum set. What's your, what's your favorite dinosaur? <laughs> anyway, say at the same time. One, two. Anyway. Oh, Lord. Uh, b- barbers around the country are being asked by thousands of men to get the Travis Kelsey fade haircut. So, of course, the usual cabal of grifters are screaming, Racism! Oh. An article in the New York Times about Kelsey's cut is being called racist and cultural appropriation. Oh, my God. As if black people invented the fade haircut, (laughs) which they did not. The fade came into vogue in the 1940s and 50s by the U.S. military. It was adopted by the hip-hop community many decades later. No single race has any patent or copyright on how you cut your hair, no matter what they tell you. I cannot believe I even have to say that in 2024, but here we are. You can cut your hair any way you like. Oh, my God. The high and tight in the, in the Marine Corps. High and tight where you shave the sides. and let, Oh, my God. Jarhead. That's why they call it a jarhead. Jar Put a jar in your head and shave around the yeah. edge of it. Dear Lord. That's right. Well, that was invented by, you know, somebody in 1980 Compton, I guess. Yeah, so unreal. they're calling that. Please. One of the reasons Georgia starting quarterback Carson Beck decided to come back uh, for another season mm-hmm. is I'm sure the scratch he's making on NIL money. That's my opinion. Well, how much money? Well, he's getting quite the car collection. Beck recently left Atlanta Autos with a brand new Lamborghini Urus Performante. Oh, my. Brobible.com uh. reports when asked whether it was an NIL deal, the dealership responded with a pair of laughing emojis which didn't clear anything up. Beck's new whip could be a lease. He could have bought it with his own money, but either way, it ain't cheap. The Performante model of the lamb truck costs no less than how much do you think? A Lamborghini. Did you say it was a truck? Is it an SUV they Lamborghini? They call it the lamb truck. Uh, well, I don't, I'm not sure. About, like either that. way, a Lamborghini. Um, uh, it's got to be 400000 Three hundred thousand dollars. Only two hundred seventy. Oh well, only two hundred seventy. Yeah, it's a bar. It's a bargain. Oh, lordy. Uh, regardless of whether Beck purchased his new Lambo outright or not, it's one of three rather expensive cars now in his garage. He recently got an E sixty three. You know what that is? Yeah, that's a Mercedes with a big engine in it. Yep, from Athens, and I had uh, already one. had a blacked out Dodge Charger Hellcat. Yeah, Hellcat's eight hundred horsepower. One of those. Yeah, I had an E sixty three for a year. Yeah. 
That's 21 years old. He's already got I'll those be, three uh, in the garage. I had a Lamborghini. Remember, they got, we had a rental company. was one of my sponsors 30 years ago. Yeah. And they gave me a Lamborghini for the weekend. Scared the crap out of me. <laughs> Worst co- Oh, my God. I hated it. You can't see anything. You're, you can't move. First of all, you're wedged in that seat. And you can't see anything out those little side windows. It scared the crap out of me. I was going to crack it up, honestly. But it was fun for it, a weekend. It's a bobsled. But, yeah, it's, it's not. You wouldn't want to drive it around. It's basically a bobsled. You can't. Yeah, you with can't. With wheels. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it's a nice bobsled. Oh no! I'm believe me, I, I, you it. give me one, I'm taking it. I like try. bobsled. <laughs> yeah. It uh, looks like Clayton Kershaw may end his career with the Dodgers. They've agreed to a new contract. The future Hall of Famer will turn 36 next month, and he's kind of been losing it. Yeah, especially, it's, it's man, over. that uh, postseason was hard yeah, for he him last the year. Yeah. Uh, the Las Vegas mayor is sending mixed messages to the A's moving to her city. When I say mixed messages, Uh-oh. she's saying stay away. Recently said on a podcast, in a perfect world, the best thing for the athletics would be for them to stay in the Bay Area with a new ballpark. She's now wow. kind of walking back that statement, but frankly, she said, don't come. I thought they were so. all set to go. I thought it was all set. Holy well, cow. Well, you know, she's changed her mind or wow. something's gone on. They got a new mayor. Who knows? Mm. Hawks fell at home to the Clippers, 149-144 last night. A defensive God. struggle. 700 to 648 was the game score final. Jeez. It's the new ABA. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's, and they asked, they asked them, and the NBA guys say they're not concerned. This is like a momentary lapse of defense. No, it's not. This, this is oh the future. God. This is now. Oh, this Lord. is what's going on. <laughs> It's the first time Sin City has hosted the uh, Super Bowl, and that comes with some dangers that inherently come with Las Vegas. One NFL player, Janarius Robinson, has been arrested for a DUI in Vegas, but another one who has not been named yet (laughs) found out that, you know what? You don't feed the coyotes. Oh, my. That can't be good. He's, yeah. He was bitten by Wiley Coyote at Lake Las Vegas. In related news, Las Vegas has a lake. (laughs) I didn't know. It must be man-made. And and coyotes. Yeah. I mean, who knew that? Well, desert. Uh, Las Vegas is all desert, so that's probably why it's wildlife out there. Yeah. We we learned that in Bugsy Malone, the Warren. uh, Yes, we did. Warren Beatty movie. Henderson Animal Control Administrator Daniel Harney warns visitors not to feed the animals, saying they are wild animals. When they're used to getting fed and not getting what they want. They will bite you. <laughs> yeah, I did ask for ham and cheese. Yeah. Where's my Reuben? <laughs> arr, 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 arr. <laughs> Happy birthday to the greatest ball player of all time, who was? Well, I know time. for a fact that this happens to be Ted Williams's birthday. Oh, no, I beg your pardon. That's not correct at nope. all. No, not uh, greatest uh, ball player on, of all time. Hold on. Uh, let's see. I do Maybe have a the birthday. greatest pure hitter. Uh, greatest ball player of all time. Well, I probably. You're cheating. No, I I was looking here. I don't have it on my list. Um, uh, well, greatest ball player, ball, God, uh, a living. Top of your head. Well, uh, Willie Mays, Babe Ruth, uh, Ty Cobb. Uh, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. It's not yeah. even close. Yeah. Okay. Born in the Pigtown neighborhood of Baltimore in 1895, yeah. yeah. okay. the Mambino was the American League home run leader in 1918, 19, 20, 21, 23, 24, 26, 27, 28, 29. 30 and 31. So take that, Shohei. Holy cow. Wow. Yeah, he ain't done that yet. So wow. let's uh, let's you know, cool the brakes here on Shohei being the yeah. greatest of all time. Yeah, but, uh, good point. 1932, the first Olympic dog sled race held at Lake Placid, New York as a demonstration sport. It did not catch on in the Winter Games. 
But when I was up there in 2001, you could still get dog sled rides on the frozen lake. Oh, is that right? No kidding. Yeah. And didn't you do a toboggan toboggan run or a bobsled run? Yeah. Cool. Bobsled and toboggan, but the bobsled was one of the bucket list things. It was right up there, and it was so much fun. So much fun. Uh, Let's see. On this date, 1956, Dodgers owner Walter O'Malley promised to help build a $30 million sports complex in Brooklyn, which included a new ballpark. At one point, the stadium was going to have a roof long before the Astrodome was thought of. Yeah. He even had the approval of the New York governor, but the city of Brooklyn, in all its wisdom, said, nah. Two years later, the Dodgers were in L.A. That's they have right. no one to blame but themselves. That's correct, sir. And their sports. Excellent. I, I got a bunch of uh, birthday history things coming up later. We'll do it shortly. 5.30, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder coming up. We'll talk about uh, John Kerry getting sued. John Fitzgerald Kerry. Uh, and uh, the black graduation effort. And Cam- Oh, and the Gen Zers are going nuts. We'll tell you what their latest complaint is coming up. 5.31, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder right here. Break of true love. There's no tenderness <laughs> like grief in your fingertips. Yes, it's a Righteous Brothers, and it was a big hit on this day, 1965. Not to show baby. baby, 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 I know you are. Who's singing this? On this day, 1965, began a two-week run at number one with Phil Spector-produced song, You've Lost That Love and Feeling. It was also number one in Britain uh, for the duo who were not related by the... Uh, the reason they got their name was because they were singing in front of, of uh, black audiences. Again, this was... They kind of have kind of that soul sound. And uh, some of the guys in the audience were saying, that's real righteous, brother. That's real righteous, brother. And so they said, what a great name. And that's how they got their name. That's a true story. As uh, far as I know. <clears throat> anyway, no, no, that's true. Right, you're right. That's righteous, brother. Uh, let's see. Now I'll make up some of our sports stuff from Pizza Holy Crap at Sports. We didn't get to. On this day, Chris Humphreys was born. Chris Humphreys, 39 years old, played with the 76ers and then got waived in their final roster cut. Wasn't he one got beat up by his girlfriend, actress, Chick? No, he what? was married to uh, Kardashian. Oh, Kim. that's right what it was, yeah. Who was the one who used to beat up? The, got used to beat up. Who's I, I can't remember who that was now. Some actress. actress Lamar beat, Odom. No, it was a white guy, and it was uh, some hot actress used to beat the crap out of him. No, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. You're Chris thinking Humphrey's about the story. baseball player. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember now. Anyway. The pitcher. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, uh, what's her? She's gone now. She's yeah. dead. Yeah, I yeah. think she. Yeah. Well, ooh, wow. Anyway, uh, Chris Humphrey's 39 years old. Also on this day in history, 1967, Muhammad Ali pummels Ernie Terrell for 15 rounds and retains uh, Ali's world heavyweight boxing crown at the Bo- uh, Houston Astrodome. He also claimed Terrell's WBA belt as well. That was in 67. 1958. Ted Williams becomes the highest-paid baseball player. The Red Sox outfielder re-signs for $135,000 in 1958. That was enormous money then. 1926, check this out. The NFL 
Talk about talk about rules for playing football. Hey, you know, everything's changed now in college. Everything else transfers, all that stuff. In 1926, the NFL ruled that if you're a college student and you want to play in the NFL, you cannot play in the NFL until your college class graduates. No early dropping out of college to go play football. You have to wait till your college class graduates. And one more. I think we all remember this. 1988, famous video during the NBA All-Star Game in 88, slam dunk competition. Michael Jordan beats Dominique Wilkins by dunking from the free throw line. And he sailed all. He was flying all that distance. And that's what put him over the top against Dominique. Chuck Finley. Chuck oh, that's Finley what, beaten that's up right, by the his picture. wife, Tawny Catane. Uh, Tawny Catane, there you go. <laughs> I remember that. Chuck, with the Oakland A's, wasn't it? Chuck Finley, right? No, Angels. Oh, yeah, that's right. Chuck Finley uh, uh, managed the Oakland A's, a different Chuck Finley. Or Chuck, uh, wasn't it Chuck Finley was a manager? Chuck Tanner. Chuck Tanner, you're thinking. No, who's Finley, a manager of the A's? Uh, uh, Charlie's, uh, who was the, the guy who wanted the Orange you're, Baseballs? You're talking about Charlie. Charlie. Char- Charlie the Charlie he, Finley, or, wasn't it? What, one of the orange baseballs? He owned the A's. Charlie Finley, yeah, but he it was a Finley. Owned. Yeah, it was a Finley, right? He didn't manage. Okay, the owner, yeah. Well, I got I got a half right. I got a Finley in there. Uh, Chuck Finley's not Well, that's how you Charlie. usually do these facts. <laughs> you're, 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 hey. You're, okay. you're, you're half-assed right. I got two. <laughs> <laughs> no, ladies and gentlemen, he said I was half Fast, as opposed to being half slow. Missed, he said that's all he would said. So in case you missed offended. it by that, that much. much. Uh, Five thirty-nine. Give her feet and no. Give her feet and flounder. Here on one hundred six three on your beautiful Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. Uh, oh, oh, the electric shock reminded me I didn't do something. What do you got there, flounder? All right, this is a different one. Mike, the engineer, sent me this. This is Tom Wilson who played the character Biff. Oh, on Back to the Future. Anyways, he did some stand-up, and he plays guitar, and he sings about the same questions he gets every time in regards to that movie. Oh, cool. Cool. Here we go. Where we go. When I'm flying in a plane or I'm on the street, there's a lot of friendly people that I like to meet. They shake my hand but never ask my name, and they start asking questions that are always the same. Hey, what's Michael J. Fox like? He's nice. What's Christopher Lloyd like? Kind of quiet. What's Crispin Glover like? Unusual. Stop asking me the question. I went to the bar mitzvah of my nephew, Josh. Now, I'm not Jewish, but I like to nosh. Put on my yarmulke, started to pray. When the rabbi leaned over around, I heard him say, Hey, was that real manure? No, it wasn't. How was that DeLorean? A piece of garbage. Do those hoverboards really fly? It's a movie. Stop asking me the question. Can we take your picture? Come on, look mean. Would you call my friend a butthead on his answering machine? Questions, questions fill my head. I went to my doctor. My doctor said, what does a key grip do? Set up lights. What does the best boy do? Help the key grip. What does a producer do? I don't know. Stop asking me the question. Do you all hang out together? No, we don't. How's Crispin Glover? I never talked to him. Back to the future for not happening. Stop asking me the question. Hey, who's the nicest famous guy? You know Adam Sandler. Who is the biggest jerk? Gary Busey. How much money do you make? More than you do. So stop asking me the question. <laughs> and what's that guy's name again? That is Tim Will. 
Wilson, the character Biff in Tim Back to the Future. Tim Wilson. I know that name. I don't know why I don't know his I'm stuff. sorry, Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson. Uh, that's fun. Oh, boy. And by the way, I'll bet you he gets more action than any 50 people you know. A guy at a, at, a, at a comedy club who plays the guitar and sings and is funny like that, holy cow. And was in Back to the Future? Chicks love that stuff. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, man. And he's fine. That's very clever stuff. That's a very clever material. So I'm guessing he also, I'll check I'll check tomorrow, but I'm wondering if he does other stand-up besides oh, we can that. Get, whatever you can get of him, that's funny stuff. We could play him every day. In fact, we could have a Biff, a Biff section. If he, if he has enough stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's, let, let, let's revisit that in the meeting tomorrow, the pre-production meeting. Yeah, I got a meeting on how to change the camera. Once again, I was not invited. <laughs> how can we change the camera show? Well, get rid of the birthdays and the history. <laughs> Make them say the phone number a lot faster. <laughs> stop and stop saying ah every time he stops to take a breath. Uh, Biden administration is getting sued because of John Fitzgerald Kerry. Thinks he's John Fitzgerald Kennedy uh, because of his staff. Apparently, he refuses to tell anybody how many people he has on his staff and how much it costs. So the uh, energy watchdog group Power the Future has filed a freedom of information lawsuit against President Stupidface uh, because they won't tell how many people and what kind of money we're talking about for the climate czar John Kerry. Uh, they has a multi-million dollar office, refused to disclose names or titles of anybody on the staff. For three years, he's been jetting around international climate conferences, uh, sending taxpayers the bill. Uh, he works for the taxpayers, and he won't say how much money he's spending, and they want to get to the bottom of it. We're hoping that by suing him, they'll bring to light the information we deserve to know. The names, office goals, budgets, outside partnerships, maybe peddling influence on Joe Biden's green agenda. Ta-da! That's the bottom bottom line. And they're trying to find out whether these so-called policy analysts and senior advisors are, according to the Boston Herald, John Fitzgerald Kerry's staff collects $4 million a year for policy analyst senior advisors. Unnamed ones individually getting $190,000 a year. And nobody's saying where, uh, how many and where and uh, what the deal is, whether that's on uh, legit. Well, gee, <laughs> why should we know? We're only the people. Unbelievable. Uh, 544. And again, I know you know this by now, but uh, 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 Toby Keith has passed away at the age of 62. He had stomach cancer a long time ago. He announced it many months ago. And he passed away, it says, peacefully with his family surrounding him. He fought his fight with grace and courage. Respect our privacy, please. And Toby Keith went on 11 USO tours, big military supporter. Male Vocalist of the Year in 2001, Academy of Country Music, Songwriters Hall of Fame, and here's a little Toby Keith. I love this song. How do you like me now? His girlfriend turned him down in high school, then she wakes up to him singing on the radio. So I just sent you a uh, tweet. Did you know Toby Keith gave Taylor Swift her start? I did not know that. She was signed to his label. I no kidding, and, and he was responsible for yeah, getting without, her signed. It says here, without Toby Keith, there would be no Taylor Swift. Toby signed her to his record label and gave her her start. 
Well, I'll be damned. And again, this is uh, this is as good as I once was, which is my second favorite song. My first one is "How Do You Like Me Now." And this one is as good as I w- ain't good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. <laughs> uh, Toby Keith passed away at 62, stomach cancer. And by the way, I saw the uh, picture of him with, I guess, his wife. He has uh, uh, children and grandchildren, four grandchildren, wife, Trisha, three kids. And I saw a picture of him with her, and he weighed about 100 pounds. Said, yeah, just horrible. And he was a, he was a big, burly, beefy guy. He, he was either like a longshoreman or a rodeo uh, wrestler or uh, worked the docks or, uh, you know, I mean, he was a tough, big, burly guy. And stomach cancer, dead at 62, Toby Keith. And, oh, and just very quickly... Uh, I'm going to take a break, break here. Uh, we got a break. Okay, we got, uh, 546. We'll come back. Uh, don't go away. Toby. I said, Dave, I ain't as good as I once was. Giddy up, go a little down, and now a little country music time. Right? Oh, sorry, not really. I bought a brand new Kind of a country twang to it. The Rolling Stones. As I just say, 1965, the Rolling Stones' second album, Rolling Stones number two, started a three-week run at number one in the UK charts. Followed its predecessor's tendency to largely feature R&B covers. However, the Stones did contain three compositions from the still-developing Mick Jagger, Keith Richards songwriting team. And again, this was, was an John early Lennon. Show. Yeah. Not, John not. Lennon says, you ain't going to make any money or stay doing covers. you got to write your own songs. Is, is that what they, he got in that advice? That's a, wow. Cool. And they did. And they did. I'll be darned. I, I, let's see. Birthday include Axl Rose. Uh, Guns N' Roses' Axl is 62 today. Also a birthday, Michael Tucker, the actor. He was in Law, L.A. Law and Annie Hall. Michael Tucker, 79 today. Was on this day in 2003. ABC aired the documentary Living with Michael Jackson on 2020. A British journalist had been allowed access to Michael Jackson for eight solid months, and he got him to admit that, oh, yeah, sure, he does allow children to sleep in his bed. And on this day in 1996, Falco died. You may not know the name. You'll know about him in a minute. Falco died in a terrible accident in the Dominican Republic. He was 40, best known for Rock Me Amadeus. He suffered a severe head injury when his SUV collided with a bus pulling onto the highway. His real name, Johan Holzel. Falco and that thing there. Uh, anyway, uh, okay, let's uh, get to the... Oh, uh, by the way, uh, mentioning uh, Toby Keith uh, and uh, Flounder just told us that he was actually the person who signed Taylor Swift to his record label, got her to go. Here's what some of the social media people... I won't read them. I'll read one part of it because it's so vicious. Toby Keith was a racist and a bigot that drummed up a hate campaign against the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> Okay, well, the Dixie Chicks, as you'll recall, including a little fat, chubby, cute one, were over in foreign country uh, saying they were ashamed to be Americans and ashamed of their president, George Bush. And that's why the campaign against the Dixie Chicks uh, began. And radio stations stopped playing their stuff. 
Uh, now, another a liberal right. says, I, I, I sad to see Toby Keith has passed. I disagree with how he viewed the world as a Dixie Chicks Democrat, but nobody can deny the sense of humor and talent he held while active in the industry. I say, RIP, none of these petty things matter now. And then leave it to the liberals to use the Dixie Chicks today of all days to bastardize the death of Toby Keith while his family's mourning. They have zero shame, but we knew that. They didn't care that he pushed back on them and their anti-American rhetoric. Uh, and uh, Toby Keith will mysteriously start voting Democrat now. Blank the Dixie Chicks, who changed their name to Chicks because of racism. So anyway, Toby Keith. And again, Taylor Swift is uh, uh, suing is going to sue a college junior named Jack Sweeney who is at uh, University of Central Florida. He has a website that keeps track of all the planes and helicopters and travel logging flights and locations of celebrities, including Taylor Swift. And after all the stuff with the NFL and Travis Kelsey and the name and stuff like that, she says her, you know, he's putting her life in danger because uh, people are stalking her. She just had a guy arrested at her town now. So anyway, she's uh, about to sue him uh, because of all that stuff. Uh, let's see, 555. Oh, this is kind of interesting. Gen Zers. Gen Zers, according to an app on, uh, on, on the finances going around in America, Gen Zers need help from their therapist. One in four, a quarter of Gen Zers need help from their therapist to recover from the trauma of filling out their taxes. People in these generations are used to products and services that make their lives easier. Need food? Tap your dinners on the way. Uh, want new music to listen to? Tap your playlist already on your music player. Taxes feel tedious and stressful. The worst of all, the consequences are pretty high. So they have to do them, and it takes hours. Especially young fill, uh, filler-outers are viewing their taxes as a confusing, anxiety-inducing experience that's painful to navigate. And so a lot of them have to call a therapist to get over it. I mean, this is unbelievable. <laughs> they want to take anything that takes a little effort and work out of their lives. They're the laziest generation. Well, and, and here's and here's trying to make an excuse for it. It says it's not necessarily that Gen Zers and millennials are spoiled or bad with money. They're also concerned about their money going in. Rather, their generations before have amassed more. Are they amassing more debt, chasing the American dream, than the parents before them? Because they're not. You know, they want everything now 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 and think they're do all this stuff anyway the gen freaking gen Sears. that's hard to believe uh let's see 557 already i can't even believe it uh donald trump uh, lost a case in the federal court said he is not immune from prosecution um let's see do we have time for the tucker carlson it may be a little long uh, talking about uh, 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 tucker carlson explaining why he went to russia to interview putin and the liberals are going nuts calling him a traitor most americans have no idea why putin invaded ukraine or what his goals are now. They've never heard his voice. That's wrong. Americans have a right to know all they can about a war they're implicated in. And we have the right to tell them about it because we are Americans too. Freedom of speech is our birthright. We were born with the right to say what we believe. That right cannot be taken away no matter who is in the White House. But they're trying anyway. Almost three years ago, the Biden administration illegally spied on our text messages and then leaked the contents to their servants in the news media. They did this in order to stop a Putin interview that we were planning. Last month, we're pretty certain they did exactly the same thing once again. But this time, we came to Moscow anyway. We are not here because we love Vladimir Putin. We are here because we love the United States. And we wanted to remain prosperous and free. We paid for this trip ourselves. We took no money from any government or group. 
nor are we charging people to see the interview. It is not behind a paywall. Anyone can watch the entire thing, shot live to tape and unedited, on our website, TuckerCarlson.com. Elon Musk, to his great credit, has promised not to suppress or block this interview once we post it on his platform, X, and we're grateful for that. Western governments, by contrast, will certainly do their best to censor this video on other less principled platforms because that's what they do. In fact, ex-Congressman Adam Kinzinger says Tucker Carlson's a traitor. Bill Crystal says he shouldn't be allowed back to the, the United States. Wow. Uh, seriously, uh, Kinzinger calls, uh, Kinzinger calls you a traitor. You surely assume you are not. He's hollowed out the Constitution. These people are wearing its skin like a suit to hide their communism. <laughs> what makes him a traitor? What yeah. make, we're, yeah. we're supposedly not at war with Russia, so what makes him a traitor? A journalist to get an interview answer. And he's, oh, my God. Well, I, I, I should talk. I sent my picture into the Lonely Heart Society. They sent it back. They said they're not that lonely. All right, look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. I got to go. You're killing me, boys. Have <laughs> feet and flounders. See you tomorrow. Hoorah, I got to go. Have it. Herp, look out. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to WadeFord.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at WadeFord.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer.